This podcast is a member of the Red 5 Network. For more Red 5 Network podcasts and content creators, visit bio.link slash red5. Yes, it is. We are used and abused, anyways. Yeah, so shall we introduce ourselves or shall we wait? No, nah, we'll wait. Oh, okay. I'm a who I am. You don't know who you are. I'm glad I I'm glad somebody don't know who I am. We having fun yet? Yes, we are. Oh, we're gonna have a blast tonight because somebody has not had any sleep. No. I wish you'd go to bed tonight, Kim. Yeah, I wish you would. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I've had Zero. zero. Yeah, you've had zero sleep. You've been up for the last 24 plus hours. No, not quite yet. Okay. No, because I mean, it was like six o'clock our time last night. Yeah. So I got another hour. Oh, okay. So I've been up to a little over 23 hours. Yes, you have. Yeah. This is going to be fun. I, I plan on having a lot of fun with this. But let's do a little bit of show and tell for a minute. Yes. Let's. Because, uh, uh, yeah, and we're gonna hold that one. Yes, last. we are because we found are. a couple. I saw a tweet the other day or last week, I guess it is. Yeah, it was last week, and uh, it was by a guy named uh, I think it's Paul right here, Duncan. Duncan, yeah, Paul Duncan. And I think it was a guy who tweet, anyways, he was talking about how he did some interview with George Lucas and stuff. Uh-huh. You know, the George Lucas, you know, well, yeah. the man that made Star Wars. Yeah. And a few other things like American Pie. Yes. Not American Pie. Oh, my gosh. American Graffiti. I'm on the wrong. See, I got pie on the brain already. Yeah. And it's not even the holidays. <laughs> you smell. La, 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 la. Yeah. yeah. I'm just joking. Anyways. So we got a couple books. And I'm considering these part of the. Sacred Jedi text. I don't have that button like Jason does, you know. Oh, I know you don't. I, mean, I guess I can go rip that from Star Wars and, you know, and, and use okay. it, but whatever. So here's the first one Star Wars Archives, episodes four through six, 1977 to 1983. Yep. This is actually volume one, isn't it? Yeah. I mean, this one came out first. Um, take out the little extra little insert thing that becomes a bookmark. Yep. Then you got some concept art. And I'm hitting, you know, there's like Rob McCory concept art. Yes. You know. Yes. Anyways, this can be fun to read. Yes, it is. So this one here goes through, obviously, the first the OT. Yeah, the OT. Yep. So that'd be great. Especially once we start covering the movies eventually. Yes. We'll have some extra added extra information, knowledge. Yep. And then the one that actually he was talking about was the newest book that just came out. Yes. And that is volume two, right? Or Star Wars Archives. Yep. Episodes one through three. Yes. Nineteen ninety nine through two thousand five. Yes. 
and there's actually some interesting information in this. Right. Book. When I was digging through this or looking through it when we first got it. Yes. I came across a deal right here in the Phantom Menace. You know, because this book showed up first. Yes, it did. And that one showed up the next, next day. day. Yeah. Anyways, under the tragedy of Darth Vader. Yes. And I'm going to try to do this without my eyes all bugging out at me. Well, if and you... getting it in light. All right, so George Lucas says, for Star Wars, his Empire Strikes Back and Return of the Jedi, I had to know where the Empire and Darth Vader came from to make the story of Luke Skywalker coherent. In night, so then it says, in 1981, during a five-day story conference for Return of the Jedi, uh-huh. Lucas gave details on how Anakin Skywalker, Luke's father, became Darth Vader. So again, this is from July 13th through the 17th, 1981. Yes. It is, again, a story conference. Anakin Skywalker began hanging out with the Emperor, who at that point nobody knew was that bad because he wasn't an elected official. He was a politician. Richard M. Nixon, I, I, I just laugh at that. Richard uh, M. Nixon was his name. <laughs> really? Yeah, I know. He subverted the Senate and finally took over, and he was really evil. But he pretended to be a really nice guy. Luke's father gets subverted by the Emperor. He gets a little weird at home, and his wife begins to figure out that things are going wrong, and she confides in Ben, who is his mentor. Yes. On his missions through the galaxies, Anakin has been going off doing his Jedi thing and a lot of Jedi have been getting killed and it's because they turned their back on him and he cuts them down. Yes. The president or the emperor yes. is turning into okay, the president is turning into the emperor and Luke's mother suspects that something has happened to her husband. She is pregnant Anakin gets worse and worse, and finally Ben has to fight him. Get past the concept art here. And he throws him down into a volcano, and Vader is all beat up. When he falls into the pit, there is hardly anything left of him by the time the Emperor's troops fish him out of the drink. And when Ben finds out that Vader has been fished out of and is in the hands of the Empire, he is worried. He's go, he goes back to Vader's wife, and he explains that Anakin is a bad guy, the one killing all the Jedi. I'm going to stop it there, but there's even more where, you know, like, Mrs. Skywalker. Yeah. And then it talks about how um, eventually she goes to Alderaan with, after she gets with the twins, she actually separate, you know, separate them. Yes, she does. Ben takes Luke to Tatooine. Yep, and she takes... Uh, and then she takes Leia to Alderaan. Alderaan. Yep. And then she dies. Yep. On Alderaan. Yep. Pretty much of a broken heart. Heart, yeah. I find it ironic, because that is 1981, and that ended up becoming part of episode three. Yeah, it did. I mean, yeah, really, in 1981, Lucas already had... The backstory. What, well, not just that, but what was going to become episode three? Three, yeah. Crazy, isn't it? It's very crazy. Anyways, I I can't wait to read those completely. 
Oh, I know. They got all the information. Yeah. We can. Because that way when we do each movie, we can have extra added content for it. Exactly. Anyways, how's everybody doing tonight? Kim, who is in the chat? Oh, boy. <laughs> oh, boy. Oh, boy, yeah. Okay, so we... I didn't realize have... old boy was in the chat. So we have, starting at the top, Spencer, Ubaldo. Whoa, you got it right. DB. Hey, baby. Luna Ubaldo. Girl. I know Megan's in here. <laughs> oh, God, yeah. sorry, y'all. Those are all the people, all the ones that are in the chat so far. And you just went, oh, boy. Yeah, well, that's not in the chat. But I had to remember. I was going, oh, need my phone. You yeah, know? yeah, well, you know, I mean, well, I mean, eventually, uh, not, it's not going to happen tonight. But uh, sometime this week, there will be a PSA uh, brought out by me, a public service announcement. Are you okay over there? I'm fine. Sure you aren't. Why are you giggling? Nothing. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I like to hear this public service announcement you, you got in mind here. <laughs> what? Well, you will. It will be released. I'm going to release it off myself because, again, this is, for me, my point, my thing, you know, I've got to do it because, you know, I can't speak for you or Nicole. I can only speak for myself on this matter. Gotcha. <laughs> you stop. How about we bring in our third? Yeah, let's bring our third. Let's bring our third. Let's, let's bring get Nicole in here. Yes, let's get Nicole in here before. Hey, Nicole. Hi. How we Megan, doing? as you wish. I was calling. I had to call and make sure my dad was watching, and he's now in the chat. I was like, wait, you cannot miss tonight. You have to watch. <laughs> hey, Kenny. So, yes, hello to my dad. Hello to you guys. Hello to Megan. And pork, pork, pork. You know who you are if I'm saying that to you. Uh, I think, what? who else is here? Ubaldo? Yep, yep. Ubaldo. We got a really good group. Spencer. Yeah. So Moonbeam. Well, my Moonbeam. Everyone oh, else yep. is Wonder Girl. Girl. <laughs> yep. And first. the one thing that we got all three of us on here is one week from tonight. Yes. This is, tonight is episode 199. It is. Next week is episode 200. Yes, it wow. is. 200 episodes. Yeah, and to think. Technically we've... more because it don't, I don't count. There's some ones in between. I didn't, like all of our little updates, some of those I didn't yeah. count as episodes. Yeah. Well, it's just amazing how far it's come. I, the... I'm excited. All right, I quit. One, no, you're not quitting. One, Kim and I are twinsy tonight. Yes, we are. Which means we'll probably be twins again next week. I gotta give me another one of these. Um, two, I'm excited because we're gonna have a party all up in yep. here. So the thing is this: anybody that wants to come on, get Megan. To Megan, hold on one moment. Megan, go ahead. Get a hold of either myself or Nicole. Yes. We, we will get in. Don't don't message Kim. It will be one of those things where we'll get it six months later. Me, <laughs> me. 
Mia's I'm putting you two in charge of this because awesome. we're we're in charge. But Scott's like, okay, Nicole, here. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, no. anybody Nicole wants to be. anybody wants to come on the show. Come on live with us. Let us know. We're looking what about fifteen to thirty minute segments, depending on how many people we get. Um, fifteen minutes about each, depending on how many people we end up with. Right. So it's gonna be it's gonna be a fun night. I am I'm just so excited to celebrate celebrate you guys and your show. I'm excited to celebrate um our Red Five Network that we're in. Celebrate our Patreons and just celebrate, <laughs> celebrate, celebrate. And that's what all next week is all about. Yep. I'm so excited for that. Yeah, it's gonna be tonight fits in perfectly for it, and I can't wait until we get there. It's exactly. perfect. Exactly. But yeah, no. Um, how you been? Me? Yeah. You know, other than work, I've been good. Uh, Saturday, I went to free comic book day. Woo, woo. Nice. I got me a nice haul. That was nice. nice. Um, for those who don't know what free comic book day is, um, it's I think it's like the first Saturday of every May. Uh, check out your local comic book stores next year for uh, for it because it's a really fun. You get free comic books, and it's it's what actually got me into comic books. So that was really nice. I saw Guardians of the Galaxy. I know you guys haven't. It's okay. Um, oh, and Eleonora was on Red Five Tavern. Yeah, I know. She, I think Eleanor is beginning to finally get a little bit more comfortable. Um, so the Red Five Tavern will continue to be on. It'll be on this week. Um, oh, yesterday this is the cat's birthday. I forgot to send you a picture too. So yeah, it was Alfie and Glinda's birthday. But who knows? Alfie's kind of like the unofficial mascot here. Yep. yep. Um, wherever she is, I'm sure eventually she'll lurk in. Um, and Glinda, who likes to be my little sorceress on Friday nights at Red Five Tavern. Um, hi, Rolando. Um, her birthday also yesterday. So because they're sisters and awesome. Okay, I'm sorry. I know. I love my animals. I love my cats. And hey, yeah, well, I'm all about it. <laughs> I'm all, hey. Yeah, celebrate I, them. I, when, I, when I had animals in the past, I celebrated their birthdays. Yeah. You know, mm-hmm. I mean, yep. you know, I'm still things. celebrating a day later. It's like, oh, it's, no, no, no. Like, too bad their yeah. birthday didn't land on Tuesday this year because I would have been like full on, like when I was sending pictures for later on tonight, I would have been like, oh, by the way, birthday girls. <laughs> awesome. Okay. Yeah. Perfect. And hey, Rolando, welcome. But yeah, um, yeah, it's been a, it's been a week. I mean, I have not recovered from Laku. No, you have not. You're still and, 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 and right now. What? Say that one more time. Baku. F one. It, it's a race called the Azerbaijan. Have, are you able, just a quick question, are you able just to record this show no, no. So and watch it in regular? <laughs> nope. Nope. I don't know if it's worth it, man. <laughs> I mean, well, the thing would be is if I wasn't following so many F1 accounts, I probably could watch it on demand. You know, wait until I woke up in the normal morning. But for some Ever since we started watching F1, my body has literally on F1 weekends, when especially when they're not in the States, has usually went, okay, Thursday night, nope, you're up all night. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It doesn't matter. I get, I mean, we, we dumped melatonin down me before. Yeah. Just to try to make me go to sleep, and it wouldn't work. No. Yeah, you got to so, be careful. Some people have nightmares with that. 
<laughs> so yeah, but for some reason this year, at least on this lot from the, because I mean that was two weeks. No, it was a week. They went Baku right back and went to Miami. No, they had a three week break before Miami. No, they didn't. They oh. had a three week break before Baku. Ooh, yeah, it was back to back. Yeah, we were supposed to have China in the middle of it. Yeah, but yeah, it was. I'm, Baku. I'm like, what? <laughs> anyway, yeah. Anyways, one thing I wanted. I, and I'm just going to jump on this real quick. As far as Miami Grand Prix went, yo, Liberty Media, I know you're not watching this, but in case you ever do, this is not NASCAR. They don't need driver intros. If you're going to do it, do it just like NASCAR does then and do it before the driver parade and two hours before the race starts. Don't do it before the national anthem. What a joke. Yeah. Sorry. And make sure the drivers actually want the energy. stop going to Miami. That track sucks. <laughs> well, make sure the drivers are on board with it, too. All right. Anyways. So we know what with... Scott has been up to. Yeah, Scott's yeah. been watching that. What have you been up to? Hey, Ro. Hi, Ro. Um, yeah, I've, been, I've watched F1, too. <laughs> I don't stay up all night, though, because I do have to work. Smart. So Wise. I just, Yeah. Sometimes I just wish people will just appreciate people that work in the customer service industry. Yeah. I really do. People have no idea. Like, no. there's somebody, there's actually a physical person behind. There's somebody behind the screen, behind or on the phone on the other side. And how to still talk in real time. I think we, like, since the 90s, things have just been forgotten. And hello, yeah. all too. See, this, what, what Kim really wants to say to people. Over the phone is this. Hold please, on. please, please get your shit together. Oh, I already had the motor running even before we started, y'all. You don't even know. <laughs> yeah, that's exactly what I want to say. <laughs> so, yeah, you can tell my uh, work week is not too good. Thank you, R2. I agree. Yes, please hit the like and subscribe button. Thank you. Yeah. Yes, 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 yes. <laughs> so, what else you got, Kim? Just the normal. Besides, your driver needs to be, oh, hit the wall. Which one are you talking about? Either one. <laughs> Shots fired, people. Shots have been fired. Either one. No. Yeah. No. No. Yes. Oh, well. No. <laughs> We can how's this, Kim? I got three things for you. What? Uh oh. One, your NFL team can no. be, be He's going personal, people. He might be sleeping on the couch. Let's see how far he goes. Right along with your Toyota driver. Right along with that Red Bull driver. Excuse me? By the way, screw Red Bull. Rock stars all the way. Excuse me? I'm done. My drivers and my team is good. I need Yeah, well, your F1 driver needs. Blankets. I need popcorn for this. This is entertaining. <laughs> Continue. <laughs> blankets? No. They don't need blankets. They're at the highest level they can be at. They need to learn how to warm their tires up without <laughs> the aid of blankets. Yes! <laughs> I did it. Oh, I feel better now. <laughs> That's what I gotta say about that. And as far as hey, my... Hey, I, just, I did that little piece right there for... Entertainment I know two, value. I know, well, two people watching in the chat right now. 
you know, they're in the chat, you know, and, and the ones that would be up with us, at, oh my gosh, in the morning. Yes. Oh. For our racing episodes when we did those. I did, I literally did that for DB and, and Luna Girl. I know. And Just as, so you know. And as far as Red Bull Driver goes, the rest of the field needs to catch up with where, where Red Bull's at. How about you also make sure you stay tuned with the Red 5 Network and the Red 5 Tavern. <laughs> I thought it was I thought it was a good good segue into it. Sorry. Yeah, exactly. Not sorry, actually. That's okay. Look, all we have to do is say, hey Kim, how's your Halos doing? Well, unfortunately. Where's, where's the laugh button? Well, that's good too for them. Yeah, unfortunately, they're not doing real well. They haven't done real well in years. Um, I, I, I got, you know, Scott, you're kind of far away. I'd hand you a blanket and a pillow because you might need it tonight. No, I'm fine. <laughs> I'm all good. Yeah, that's yeah. Right. My halos are not. You know, really, sports talk. Yeah. So, we yes. ready? Oh, gosh, are we ready? Or Nicole, yeah. you got anything to show and tell? I do, but not at this current moment. I oh, do. Not at this current moment. Be, I think we both do, but we're gonna wait until it's about right, right. time. And okay. you know what I'm right. saying? Well, you know I, think saying? We're, I think we're about there. I think we are, but you know, again, thank you. No. Welcome, Ro, and everybody else to the chat. Please make yes. sure you hit the like button. Um I'm sure. and let us know if you like some tonight because i'm sure everybody's really pie. wondering what the hell is musical pie oh i think only one person has figured this out in the chat one <laughs> yeah one and, and 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 i'm waiting for him to write in but he might not because his hands don't like to always do what yeah no that's good but yeah musical pie Yes, and we'll explain yeah. here in a moment. I mean, yeah, I'm, I, got talking some, about the wrong. I got some explaining to do. Anyways, <laughs> now let's see. There, there's multiple ways of doing this. Either I play the video, which gives it away. Yeah, because then I'll just take it over from there. Got or it. I can, or I can start and then whatever. Well, well, how about you start and then we'll hit the video and then we'll go from there. Yeah. All right. And I won't, I'll go there, but I won't go there, you know, and I'll go or something. I exactly. All right. You guys, tonight is so much fun. Um, I am very excited because I'm with my co-hosts, Scott and Kim tonight. And when Scott originally started this show, um, he was going over various vinyl records. And of course, when I started watching the show, I would kept saying I wanted one particular album and band to be on their show. I would say this in their chat and be like, oh, you need to make sure you do so-and-so. I mean, this does not include, of course, Dolly or Reba, which has already been done and started. Uh, it doesn't include many other things. But one in particular, I kept saying, kept saying, and it wasn't happening. It's all right. It's all good, you know? And so as we're getting ready for today, I said, hey, what if we did this? And it made sense because, hello, Nicholas, the backyard artist. It made sense because next week, of course, we're celebrating our 200th episode. So what way to better do this than to kind of go over a particular vinyl album, just like Scott used to do when he first started the show. So I am very excited uh, because tonight we are going to be actually finally covering the album I have been asking even before 
I was on a co-host of the show. Okay. We're talking probably over a year. I've been asking <laughs> for this album to be talked about. Um, so I'm going to bring us into, I'm still carrying the same stage. So stay with us, stay with us. Um, so when I was a young girl, you know, yes, I was once young. Um, I would go on vacations with my parents and my brother, and I was the notorious one. My dad, if you're listening, do not give away who you think this is because I think they're the one who's figured it out. Um, I would always stay up late. At night, my dad, would he was a nighttime driver. He was really big time uh, into nighttime driving. And so I would stay up and listen to music all night long. You know, I loved Queen, uh, Fleetwood Mac, ACDC, bad company but there's another one that i love that i felt at the time was known as a huge super group of the 60s 70s and 80s however to me they became underrated in comparison to people like bands like queen you know pink floyd rolling stones because they just they're less talked about so i am so excited because the one of the, my favorite albums we are going to be covering tonight and scott Cue the video. And we are covering tonight the one and the only Humble Pie. To be very specific, we're going to be covering the vinyl of The Best. And Scott, does it as it? I'm so excited. I'm so excited. There we go. I am beyond excited for you, you to have that. You know, that will, I need to stand right here. Oh, you, you are, you're asking for it. <laughs> you're asking for a pie in the face. That's what you're asking for. You know, make sure we record that. We're going to want to use that for TikTok. <laughs> there we go. That's better. You know, as a kid though, we had it on a cassette tape. Um, and I, I knew which one to grab. It was one of my favorites, one of the favorites. Um, and I want to do a quick shout out to my dad because he did loan me. He could not find his cassette tape, which made me sad, but that's okay. But he did loan me two of his other records to show off tonight. And there's Humble Pie, Rockin' the Fillmore. Awesome. I know. This is gorgeous. Look how gorgeous this oh, is. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Solo yeah. mode. Oh, so shout out to my dad, Kenny, in the, in, the, in the chat because he let me borrow his two of his vinyls for tonight to at least show off. He didn't know exactly what was happening tonight. He just knew something was up. <laughs> so. Awesome. And then he also lent me this one, uh, Humble Pie's Greatest Hits, which we're not covering tonight. Again, we're just covering this particular one that we're covering uh, in particular, again, is called The Best. And that, of course, is currently in Scott's hands. Um, was. Because that's the one in particular I can remember grabbing in my dad's cassette tape. Oh, amongst also Jim Croce. That'll be another day, though. Right, Scott? Oh, yeah. Oh, oh yeah. Oh, oh yeah. <laughs> I think that's the other one I've been like I've been like we've been talking about, but not the same as Humble Pie. Humble Pie has definitely been one like when I first started watching you guys and going, wait, they're reviewing music. Can you do Humble Pie? Can you do Humble Pie specifically? Can you do the best? Like I was very specific because I I rem I always always got a crack out of my uh dad's cassette tape mm -hmm. because they had the 
the woman with the pie. We won't go beyond that because my dad's in the chat of any newer thoughts than I was past when I was a kid. When I was a kid, I probably thought three stooges and, you know, pie to the face. We're just going to leave it there. Hey, <laughs> and- Andrew. Hi, Andrew. And Kim's laughing because she knows all my newest ideas, thoughts, and I cannot share them. So. She's laughing because she knows. She's are we like, trying to give, are we going to give the escape plot a run for the money or something? Where? Is it going to be one of these things where yeah, we where's usually go at midnight now? Right now. No. <laughs> I mean, yeah. as tired as I am right now, just thinking musical pie with, all day long, just going, oh, God, this, no, get those thoughts out of your head. <laughs> I know. But we'll just leave it. We'll just leave it and go on. We're going to try. So, yes, we're going to. I'm we're going to go there. So we're going to go back to the way it used to be when Scott first started us. We're going to go song for song. There's nine songs on Humble Pie's The Best album. Just nine. So we're going to go through them one by one. And at the end, of course, we're going to talk about our our, our favorite. Um, although I'm, maybe my dad, I'm sure my dad remembers my favorite. It has probably not changed. So I'm excited because we're going to go back to the way, again, Scott used to run, use, and abuse before myself, before Kim joined. And I'm excited. So um, we're going to go again. Uh, do you want to shout off the first one, Scott, or do you? I have the list, but I do have the list of one through nine. Hot and nasty. Yeah. Hot and nasty. Yep. It is from originally their album called Smokin' that came out in 1972. Smokin'. Smokin'. And it was uh, actually written by Humble Pie's. Pretty much their front man in the long run, Steve Marriott. Nice. Oh, well, like I'm so excited. You'll know when I'm I'm really excited about an extra favorite song, but yeah. Yeah, I mean, so I guess personally let everybody know, you know, I had to literally go through make an Apple playlist to get the, you know, to get the songs before we got the record it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yesterday. Yesterday. And it really ticked me off because with Apple Music or any streaming service, if you're pulling different songs from different stuff to get something to put together, you get songs at one level, songs at another level. You know, is mm-hmm. oh my gosh, this is annoying. It annoys like the sidebar into this, like listening to if I went through and listened to open up and say off and poison yeah. their second album. You get to nothing but a good time, the volume just cranks up. Well, yeah, because it's a remastered version of it. Well, yeah, where the rest of the album is not remastered. So, same thing happened with this. So, I'm like, okay, I'm gonna go on eBay, I'm gonna see what they got. Mm-hmm. And I'm in California, and like, well, according to the dates, it should be here by technically, it was supposed to be here by today. Yes, luckily, it came in yesterday. We were happy, yes, and spun it today. Oh, it's I'd like to make a special note because this is perfect timing to talk about it is that when I was doing like finding research and information about this album tonight, it was harder than nails. Uh, You cannot just look on Spotify and put in humble pie the best. 
No, you cannot, you cannot it, go it on would, anywhere. Even Apple didn't have the, the best on best. there. And I'm like, and what the crap? So now my dad, dad, when you find that cassette tape, now we have to keep that cassette tape because it's got to be worth something because you can hardly find it. You can hardly find it. Yeah, and, I mean, and, and the other thing is, is also even going into like Wikipedia. I mean, you can go on Wikipedia to got everything's got a link to the album or something mm-hmm. about the album. And this, even right. on the compilations, it was there, but there was no link, you know, yeah. nothing to go anywhere. It's like, what is it? Why? Yeah. You know, so yeah, it was luckily, like I said, I mean, I found it on Discogs first. Then I went eBay, went, oh, look, it's in California. It should be able to get to me pretty quick, depending on USPS. But yeah, and it did it got here quick. Yeah, it did. So Yep. Well, considering we're considering we're only one state over from them. Yeah. So <laughs> Yeah, but sometimes considering that. I've seen it go from California, yeah, to Denver, yeah, and then back to, to Vegas, Vegas, and then down here. No, back to Denver, uh-huh. then to Phoenix, yeah, then to here, yeah. Okay, so, pull it out. I got so excited that I forgot to mention. Okay, "Humble Pie" the best is an was an album that they released in 1988. Okay, and this group, of course, is from the 60s, the 70s. Um, and they, well, it's still technically around, but that's a whole nother ball game and a whole nother day. Um, and this particular vinyl, uh, record as well as CDs, I'm sorry, not CD. There are CDs now though of them. Cassette tape was created and done in 1988. It was just a compilation of some of the best Humble Pie songs. And I'll be, of course, we'll be going through like who the songwriters are and stuff. And of course, our own thoughts tonight as we go through this final record. Again, it's Humble Pie. And let me tell you, if you've not heard the Humble Pie, you need to listen to them. And especially after you listen to us tonight, because. So, oh, yes. Yeah. I'm, I'm going to go out here. First of all, I knew the name, the band Humble Pie. This is why thought, they're underrated. Go ahead. Thought I knew some songs by them. But when I'm listening to this, even when I went through like even their albums and stuff, I'm like, uh, yeah. Okay, maybe I have never I've heard of the band, but I've never heard any of their stuff. It might have been because I it was like in this uh a hit parader magazine I had or a circus magazine I had back in the 80s that you know that's where I got the where it came from, or I read maybe the you know, one of the bands I liked, maybe they mentioned them. So Listening to this, obviously, with the playlist I made first, and then listening to the record today was like really listening to it for the first time. You know, and, and then you talk about, you know, again, you know, when we were discussing this last week, you know, for me, I'm looking at this going, oh, well, heck, I mean, and obviously, we'll have to wait until we get to the ninth track because I've got a history with this song, just not by this band. Right, we've got we've got history in other songs here tonight. That's right, and, and that's one thing I learned too with another song here too. Because there's like, when I heard it, I went, "Hey, I've heard this song by someone else before." And then I, <laughs> and I got like, you, Scott. When I did some digging, I realized that's who that's this is who I heard it from originally. But yeah, <laughs> but I will say this much: I enjoyed this album. I did too, considering that until we started talking about it on the podcast, I had no idea who they were even a group. (laughs) This is why I call them an undergraded group, because they were known as, they were an English 
super group. Okay, they're one of the actual earlier super groups. Um, and yes, Dad, I will make sure that we include the band members. Trust me, I have lots of notes. I got a lot of notes. Um, so let's do, I'm only going to do a real quick. Oh, uh, no, no, maybe I shouldn't. Okay, hold up. <sighs> Dad, this could take a long time. <laughs> we will talk about band members towards the end because <laughs> that we may not even have time for. But I will definitely, as I'm going around, I definitely wrote down the songwriters too, because that will also include how the song. Um, right. But the main, just real quick though, the main people that were, were um, Steve Marriott, uh, Shirley Ridley Clepson. We'll also be talking about a little about Peter Frampton. Um, mm. We're going to get in there with some things. So, but yeah, so the first song off of this, though, was Hot and Nasty. This is also one of the only songs that charted in the United States. It got up to number 52 on the Billboard. Um, again, this is a really underrated group. <laughs> and again, yeah. from they're from Essex. I do believe that I said that right. I think they're from Essex. Um, and this was actually been on their fifth album uh, called Smokin'. It came out in 1972. So what did you guys think of Smokin'? But the album? Not smoking. Sorry, not no, not the album. The song. Sorry, my bad. Hot and nasty. For me, I loved it. I mean, I for me was you know, loved the seventy. You know, was definitely hard rock. I mean, early seventies hard rock, and I loved it. You know, and the thing is, is for me, it's like, wow, you know, because of, I was also being introduced to a lot of rock at that. You know, eventually in the seventies, that. Is my first right the first rock band I was really introduced to was Bachman Turner Overdrive, mm-hmm. and even though they got more of the like a, a standard sound to them, these guys don't. And for me, it was just like you know, I, know, I was melting to me honestly. Well, yeah, I I just loved the, the music, the everything with it. It was just awesome. Well, yeah, uh, for I, me, yeah, I agree with you because it was the same for me. I mean, like I said, this was the first time I've ever heard of any of them. You know, even the group, even when we he did the playlist for Apple, it's like, oh, well, gee, wish I would have known about him earlier. <laughs> That's why I said they're underrated. <laughs> yeah, In comparison to the other groups, especially all the other groups I talk about. So when I bring yeah. up pumpkin pies, because well, I'm in the mood for some pumpkin pie. Right. Especially where, you know, you're talking about, you know, English band or a band from the United Kingdom, you know, I mean, you got the Stones, Beatles, yeah. you know. You start thinking of all them, but then you, you know, you mentioned that even like there's the Who, you know, and and then you start thinking of all the great bands in the seventies, you know, Sabbath, Led Zeppelin, you yeah, know, you mentioned Queen, you right. know, and and Fleetwood Mac, and it's like, yeah, these guys definitely, and then you know they got lost. They did in they, a way. They did. They got and, lost. And I don't mean like the group themselves got you know, no. They got their songs got. Their stuff got lost in the mix of everything else. Yeah, it did. Especially over here. Yeah. Yes. Now, over there. Even though they traveled here a lot. Right. When I was doing research, they traveled around here in the United States a lot. Definitely agree with you, Baldo. Oh, yeah, I do too. 70s rock is awesome. That's what we ought to do. A 70s playlist. Another day. Another hour. Um, well, we'll yeah, we're, we're going to do it. We're going to take the sidebar. We're, we'll, we'll, we'll grab part of what the sidebar does and uh, do it by year because I saw what happened when we did, when sidebar did an 80s playlist. Oh, gee whiz, yeah. 
<laughs> yeah, I'm sure Ludicrous remembers the amount of songs I sent in. Um, yeah. <laughs> Anyways. But yes, I did like this song. It does have a good beat to it. Yes. Mm-hmm. I was looking for my phone. Well, um, so, anyway. Oh. Yeah. Are we ready to roll on to number two? We are. Roll right. on. Uh, second song on the best album uh, is called Stone Cold Fever. All right. Stone Cold Fever, it's from the album called Rock On. It is actually their fourth album. Uh, the year was 1971, and it was wrote by Peter Frampton, Ridley, Marriott, Shirley, and again, it was basically all of them, Ridley, Marriott, Shirley, and Frampton. So all the current members of that time of Humble Pie, yes, I did say Peter Frampton. I will note him a few times. See, Dad, I got you. <laughs> Stone Cold Fever. This song is just so, so interesting. There, but there's there's a lot of songs that are just interesting on here. And you'll yes. know when I'm really into one, but in this case. <clears throat> yeah, see for me here is his thoughts. I know, I know we're talking about, you know, towards the end, you know, of really picking like one song. And it might be harder for like me and Kim because of the fact that, you know, we've only just listened to them. You know, I mean, there's stuff, you know, usually for me, it takes time to really grab that great, you know, that song that really just really speaks to me. But I mean, again, I can't, I mean, I just, I enjoy this. I'm one. I'm happy you did this. I'm happy you got on us. And you know, you're like, hey, let's do this. And I'm like, okay, let's do this. And I'm happy you did. I'm happy you did because one, I love listening to stuff I've never listened to. You know, I love finding new artists, even even if they are older artists. You know, just finding stuff that I have not listened to. Going, wow. Where you know, I wish this would have came into my life sooner. But it didn't. See, you know, if you would have listened to me over a year ago. Well, I was listening to you. I just wasn't going and grabbing. It wasn't there yet. We weren't there yet. It was meant right. to be. You had to wait for me when I was on right. the actual show. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, we're but, yeah, I mean, I can't. I mean, honestly, for me to sit here and say, oh, yeah, I can fault one song on here. Doubt it. At least not yet. You know, maybe, maybe is listen to it more and more, you know. Maybe I can go, okay, here's my favorite songs or here's, you know, mm-hmm. but right now, I mean, there's a reason why these albums are called the best or, you know, the best, because at, at the time this came out, this was their best. best. Yeah, it was. It was their best at the time. You know, so. That was the yeah. best songs that they had written, recorded, and they just put them all together on one album. You know, I mean, I talk about with other artists, you know, like when I go to a, a rock concert or whatnot, and I get so ticked off because. It might be a band I have multiple albums by them, and they're playing all the hits. I'm like, play the deep stuff. Give me some yeah. deep stuff off the album that a casual fan ain't gonna know, but a diehard like me who's bought all your albums will know. You know, I but think that's again. the thing about the best. That's what this is. I right. feel I might be wrong. My dad might even tell me, "Nah, I don't think that way." Um, especially because I'm holding other albums right here. That right. That some are actually on there. Some of the right. songs we'll talk about are on some pieces from tonight. So, um, I want to note though, there is a line in Stone Cold Fever that I love. 
Um, and I think this really explains the song. And it says, what do I do? It ain't no dream nightmare. Yeah. And I think that really sums up this song in particular. Yeah. You know, again, you got to remember we were, in, you know, the times were different. It was the 70s. Um, things were different. And things, of course, look also different over how it looked over there, too. So right. they are, you know, I think a lot of this came from them. Uh, from their from their eyes and what they were going through. I would like to make a special. I think most of this is from what they were going through or held dealt with. So I think for them to include no dream nightmare says a lot about the song. Yeah, yeah. this song in particular. Yep, exactly. It, again, yeah. I'm, this whole so anybody that's tuning in, just like everybody knows, I'm gonna. Say I love all the. I'm gonna. I'm. <laughs> He's like I love them all. Oh, trust I me, I, I love them all. To the point, I'm like I love the album. I mean, this I'm. Is- again, I am thankful for Nicole. For I mean, yeah, she's been on me for a year. I mean, <laughs> a little over a year, probably. I mean, about doing a humble apply episode. But the thing was, is if if and when you do it, you let me know. I want to be on it. Hey, no problem. <laughs> you know, no when we get to it, but no problem. You know, just like a year ago when, a little over a year ago, probably, I don't remember when she passed away, but when uh, Christine McVie passed away. Oh. First person. That Nicole, was this year. That was just this year. It hasn't even been a year. It's been this year. It's this year. Was it we have not made it a year yet. But yes, we will definitely be doing another but, day. If we yeah, we're going to definitely do a, a musical a break. Not necessarily pie next time. Well, yeah, obviously, but, you know. But yeah, I mean, so we're gonna be doing Fleet with Mac. We're gonna, I mean, we're gonna touch on a lot of bands. Yeah, we are. We and are. that's the one thing I love. Again, me and Kim, everybody knows, we got to a point where we pulled away from the music. Yes, we did. I mean, there's a that. reason why we. There's a reason why I've got a stack of friggin' records back there. Yeah. I mean, there's over 1,200 just there. I know. And that's still not including the stack over there. Yeah. Well, one, two, over three, there. Four. Oh. Five boxes. Yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, we're going to do all kinds of different things, and we just so, kind of got away from it. Yeah, I'm happy, you know, with Nicole being on board with us now because she's kind of like, hey, let's do this. Get back to your roots. Yeah. Well, and again, good timing for, yeah. for next week for what's coming up to celebrate exactly. the under doing exactly what you used to do. It's kind of cool. Spencer's is not a big music person. Uh, oh, yes. Yes. This one you want to. Trust me. Trust me, Spencer. And get, this oh, yeah. is this is one album I will say right now that I have on my I can listen to the beginning to the end type of album. This one in particular by for hum, done for humble pie is this one. This one. The best. Yeah, I mean. And not just because my dad played it in the car on vacation, and so it has a lot of sentimental value. No, I loved every song, and I am sure I sang every song. Every song. <laughs> yep. Well, I mean, and, that, and that's the thing is, you know, is I can agree with I can agree with that statement perfectly because when listening through this, I'm like, I'm just waiting for that song, you know, something to come on where I go, yeah, not for me. Just waiting for it, and it never came. No, I've listened to other artists' greatest hit stuff and go, "Yep, yeah, you could have kept that one off. Yeah. Yep, don't like that one. 
Well, yeah. Yeah, this one sucks. Oh. Well, yeah, but listening to this one, it's like you don't want to keep even. You don't want to remove any of them. And and <laughs> the thing I liked about one thing I like, you know, about especially with this one is we're in a in the era we're in. Any greatest hits come out or best ofs or whatever, always usually end up with one or two new tracks for that album for that greatest hits compilation. Yeah, and this doesn't have that. No, no. This is stuff that was previously released on mm-hmm. released on their albums before. Yes. You mm-hmm. know, and you're getting the best. You are. You know, it, it and again, it wasn't like again, I'll throw Geffen out there. Yeah. Geffen Records. When they released the Guns N' Roses uh greatest hits, right? Yeah. Guns N' Roses owed them, owed them another album. So Gavin Records said, Here, here's the songs we're putting on this greatest hits album. Well, yeah. Nobody from Guns N' Roses said yes or no. Well, yeah. So it was again. And I would be surprised if this was not put together by the artist. By the by, by, yeah. by Humble Pie. By, yeah. Uh, I have hmm. to again, this was really hard to find research on. This album, very particular. I was very surprised how much how it was like pulling nails all right are we ready to roll on to the third slice of pie yes all right so this song originally was came out in 1973 it was um recorded sorry sorry the song was originally recorded by ann peebles in 1973 it was written by ann peebles don bryant and bernie miller and I love the song because one, it was sung by Hungable Pie. It was later redone by Eruption, Tina Turner, um, as well as Lowell uh, George. And in particular, this song I'm talking about is the song I Can't Stand the Rain. I, this song gets me so excited because one, the song is written about love and it's written about. Um, Steve Marriott's voice in particular. He, I can't stand the rain. Like he gets that high yeah. note and you're like, whoa, for a little itty bitty dude, he got really high. And for the, uh, okay, we can talk about their height later. Um, <clears throat> where's Charles and Pat from Conversations? We need them in the building right now. Um, anyways, oh, Pat would understand this so much. Um, but yeah, so this song is just so. I love. I, I really enjoy the song. One because of the the musical reasons, the the meaning behind it, and I love how that it began. Was I don't know if you guys knew, but when Ann Peebles had wrote this, it was because they were in Memphis one night, nineteen seventy three. The rain had begun to hit on a window, and she had said that I can't stand the rain hitting the window. And uh, I think it was Bernard or the. Uh, or Don Bryant, who said, oh, that sounds like a really good title. So then they just sat down and started writing a song. And then made it into a love song, a rock love song. Yeah. About how I, you know, I can't stand learning because it's about love. And, um, you know, of course, you don't want to leave, lose that person. And it's right. just, it hits the soul in a special way. It does. Uh, yeah. Oh, it does. Yeah. That, that's, what, that's what I thought of the song, too. It just, it, yeah, it just hits you. Mm-hmm. It does. And that ah, oh, I just I I can hear his voice, Steve Marriott's mm-hmm. voice, and that high that high note. I don't want to do it. You know that 
yeah. yeah, you have to listen, people. If you've not heard that song, go listen after the show and listen to him. Because yes. uh, Humble Pie sing it because Steve Marriott just brings it in a different way. I think that the others, it's just different. He just brings it, brings his own. He brings, yeah, they bring their own to this. Yes. Definitely. I mean, again, you know, we're, we're only three songs in already. And again, I'm just like, wow. <laughs> I mean, to me, it was like, it's like listening to a masterpiece. Well, yeah, it is. I mean, it really is. It is. Cause every song is just, you know, I mean, just like any other music, if you really sit down, listen to it, listen to it. My goodness. Can't talk tonight. Um, <laughs> I got you, Kim. <laughs> we went into this. I'm like, I got you guys. It's all good. Yeah, I mean, if you really listen to it, I mean, yeah, there's maybe one, maybe two, maybe the whole album might might describe whatever your whatever your life has been or whatever your life, you know, whatever you're going through right now. Yeah. Um, I want to recant something real quick. Um, so again, this song is a rock, it is a love song, but not in a way that we'd think about it. It's about a yeah. lost love. Okay, yeah. so it's kind of a heartbreaking song, but done in a really good way. But it talks about sadness and pain. But at the same time, it doesn't like give us that. At least for me, it never gave me that feeling of emptiness. At some point, it still brings me some hope or something yeah. right. um, when I'm listening to it. Yep. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah. I mean, um, you know, I mean, most of, you know, over almost 200 episodes in, almost everybody knows that. Kim was my third wife. Her sister passed away, was my second wife. Almost nine years. She passed away nine years ago now. And yeah, for me, this was one of those like, whoa, okay. Yeah. It, 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 it hit the fields. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, I agree with Nicole. It, it's one of those ones, it is one of those ones that does give you hope. Well, it does. Yeah. You know, it's not, right. It doesn't leave you like feeling like, Pain stricken. You right. do when you listen to the song, you do not feel pain stricken. You do nope. not feel like you feel some sadness, but you don't like you're not to the point of crying. You're just like unless there's a real more emotional connection for you. Right. But it just there's something about it. And the way again, he, the way he brings it, they bring it, it just yeah. Yeah. And sorry, it was Don Bryant. Um, so her husband who actually he was the one who said, oh, that would be a good title. Um, and Bernard Bernie Miller, by the way, at the time was also a really big radio broadcaster of that time who also helped to create the song. So just some cool. fun song facts there. Also, I think it also, if I'm thinking right on this one, it also starts out with kind of a diet, you know, the dialogue a little bit before the music. Mm-hmm. You kind of get the, like that fade in with, with the lyric. And I love that. Yeah. Oh. Was that was that this one where they're no. talking right beforehand? Yeah, I think so. Oh, I love that because you can. Yes. So when you're listening to this song, yes, that's that. I love the fact that you, you reminded me about that. That's right. Because when they're talking beforehand, you get this sense of who Humble Pie is right. behind the scenes. You get a small glimpse of them laughing and talking about it. And then they go into it. And I. You yes, you reminded me of that. That's a really good point. Yeah, um, you know, because it really what it made me feel like is being there in the studio. Mm-hmm. Like you're, I mean, even though you're, you're, you don't have that video format of it, but if you just close your eyes 
while listening to that, you just feel like you're there with them. Mm-hmm. You know, yes. and that's awesome. What, Kim? No, no, I'll have to re-listen to this. What? Because I know the next one, it had the same situation. What's the next one? When we get to it, we'll, we'll, I'll tell you. It's possible. It's possible. Because I remember the same situation for the next one that's coming up. Uh, I'll meet my mic. So. <laughs> now he's like, I want to know. Yeah. Well, are we ready to get on, on to our fourth slice? Yes. yes. I'm going to call it slices tonight because I think that works. Okay. Hold it. Mm. Hold it. I got to do this. 30 days in the hole. <laughs> yes. We're talking about what was it, Scott? 30 days in the hole. All right. So 30 days in the hole coming off of the smoking album uh, recorded in February, 1972 released in September, 1972. Um, We are talking about the song 30 days in the hole written by Steve um, Marriott, who again, he's pretty much the lead in the long run of the band humble pie. Um, Kim, before I go into the, my own tandem here, what was your original thoughts when you heard 30 Days in Hole? What were your original thoughts? My original thoughts were two things. It was either their time in the studio or it also could, I mean, coming from a mining bat, you know, mining background, it also could describe underground mining too. Oh, I got your answer here in a second then. <laughs> So this is one I got some research on. First of all, I want to apologize to everyone. I did mislead all of us. Kim was right. It is this song here where they are talking in the studio. Yeah, this song for me, I think. So again, Steve Marriott wrote it. I am pretty sure, you know, again, I could not find anything on them or on him in particular. And I feel like if there is one song that really talks that really gets into the deep soul of what he was going through. This is it. This is the song because 30 days in the hole he wrote because of the times he had, he had been arrested for possessions of small quantities of illegal drugs, including, you know, cocaine, um, marijuana, and a few other things. So it is about his own personal time. And it's interesting because it kind of also reminds me of Johnny Cash, who I absolutely love. Oh, and yeah. It, it reminds me of they both wrote those kind of songs about mm-hmm. what they had been through, you know, and Johnny yeah. Cash wrote something. And then, of course, Steve Marriott wrote this one. And by guitarist um, Clem Clemson, I will say this, has said it is one of the tracks he would most like his career to be remembered by. But the prominent group personality shown through the song is Marriott so much so that when years later, when Clemson was asked about efforts to reform the group with Marriott, he simply declaimed. It's a waste of time. Um, however, so this song was really one of the, it's actually one of their bigger songs um, in general, 30 Days in Hope. But I think it's because there are so many people that can understand, right. you know, or shoot in modern times, like, oh, oh, you have a, just a little bit of that. Oh, you know, now it's a slap on the hand. But yeah. back then you got in some really big trouble. Of course, he had a lot, he had a little just uh right oh my kid when, when uh, i first green. heard what, you know, when they first said 30 days in the hole i i man went jail you know that that's exactly where my brain went you know yeah but i mean again 
that is also somebody who's been in jail. Well, yeah, and I know. So if you've been there, your brain goes there. Well, yeah, I realize that. And like I said, I'm, and, and I'm not and I'm saying all the time. I mean, obviously, you're, some people won't. But I mean, if you've been there and you start hearing it, you know, literally 30 days, you hear the, because they actually see, see it right in the beginning, 30 days in the hole. It's just like, okay, yeah, we're, we're talking jail. Well, <laughs> yeah. And you, and I, I, but I, I also agree with you where you're understanding, you're thinking underground mining, you know, also. Well, yeah. Because, I mean, underground mining is a hole in the ground. Well, yeah. Great. But I got it. It's fine. Okay. You're good. You're all good, Kim. Okay. You're fired next week. All right. <laughs> I need but, to keep her, so. You're right. I'm yeah. fired next week. Uh, no. I, I can teach you all this stuff. All right, anyways. Do you want lightning to strike you right now? Oh, folks, we've got lightning striking. I would prefer to see a pie in his face, personally, because yeah. we're talking about humble pie and because of, the, of the, the, the way the album looks. Pie in the face would be better, Cam. Yes, exactly. <laughs> I, I just, I can't. I can't. I, my brain has so changed since I was young well I, okay hold it bring that back bring that back for a minute because i mean we talked about this last week what i love about this album cover right is not only is it but the freaking rollers the rollers <laughs> in her hair you know the curlers in her i mean that is so set you know so 70s. late 70s early 80s yeah yeah <laughs> it's like oh my gosh i but remember the album being, was this this particular album was brought out debuted in, in 1988 so humble pie had already come and gone they had already come and gone 1988 and um oh i won't show but this is down here 82 oh was it 82 i thought it was 88 no, i'm just saying this one this one says 82 well maybe it was 82 either way they had kind of they were kind of at the end of things um, yeah. right then, <clears throat> that being said, so Pie in the Bay, I mean, that just that album cover always made me laugh hysterically. Again, I'm more thinking Three Stooges. I can't say right. anything else I would like to say of how I felt about it. I know it's not going to show up well on the camera, but right here is kind of interesting because it does give you the uh, our, the listing of everybody in the band from the beginning in 68. So we'll and have then, to review that at the end. Right. right. And then also. The band members in 1972. Yeah, we'll have to go. Over I like that. I like that because it's like paying, you know, not only are they paying homage to the, you know, the last part of the band, but they're also paying homage to the beginning of the band. Right. Which is cool. I mean, a lot of art, you know, a lot of artists or whoever, when they put the stuff out, will only give you what the last incarnation of the band right. was. You look them up now, you're not going to find anybody who I'm talking about tonight. Right. And that sucks. Anyways. All it, right. it, yeah, it does. Wow, interesting. Oh gosh, here we go. Kim's now looking at it. Well, no, because um, I was just kind of looking at it because there was some other print down here. And it actually, if you look at the bottom of this, it actually gives you the album that the song came off of and the yeah. year. Nice. Yeah. Which so, good news, I already got that too. Yeah. <laughs> See, I needed to have ordered that album for tonight is what I needed to done, got rid of half of my paper. But I just think that's very interesting. It is. Mm -hmm. 
It is very interesting. But yeah, I mean, again, another great song. Oh yeah. You know, again, I I'm on this train of at this point I'm going, okay, you know, we're four songs in and I'm like, nothing says has gone. Yep, not for me. No hate. Awesome tunes. Awesome. It just keeps getting better. It just keeps getting better. Yeah. Yeah, it does. Better. It does. Because slice number five, you can enjoy in the morning. And I know Kelly, also known as Lunar Girl, would love the next song. Yes. Agreed. (sighs) From 19 is 73, off of their Eat It album comes the song Black Coffee. Black Coffee was written by legendary and iconic singer Tina Turner and <clears throat> I will be as kind but I will give credit where credit is due as well as at the time Ike who can take a hike Turner. Um, yes, I prepared for that one. Um, they had originally wrote this song, had already sung it out and everything, and then Humble Pie did their own rendition, changed up a few lyrics uh, to make it correct. Um, and I love this song. Black Coffee. This song, oh, ooh, can we actually add some pictures in real quick, Scott? Yeah. Yes. Let's add some pictures for everybody at home. Because okay. I want to talk about this in particular, because if you watch this song, Watch the song on YouTube and make sure you watch it live. Um, I will actually share it in our Discord later because I want to make sure you get that one. Which um, picture? The one with the girl group. There's two of them. Okay. That would be the second one. No. Third. No, third one. Third, third one. Yeah, third. That one? No, one more down. Right there. Uh, That's the I one. can't read it, so sorry, everybody knows I'm having a hard time with this. But yeah, there it is. All right, there's one. Yeah, they're pretty small. Oh, well, hey, hold on. There we go. How about we add it to stream? Sounds good. That helps. Yeah, All right, does. So this group here uh, is called the Blackberries. The Blackberries was about our part of Motown. They've also been with, like, uh, Tina Turner and stuff. And they actually came aboard with Humble Pie and did a lot of their backups, backup singing. And they are just amazing. I don't know if you want to show the other the other shot I was able to find. All right, give me just one second. I got to stop. Which is that humble pie and the blackberries together. Yep. All right. Um, I love this. When you watch their interaction, again, I will drop this in our Discord. Um, abused and abused. So if you're listening to this on Spotify later, uh, check out our Discord. Um, because I'm gonna drop that in there. Uh, you can see the chemistry between the band and the humble pie look at this this is amazing okay so this is the series with the band humble pie um they again they went on tour with them um did backups and in particular with black coffee you really hear them so well Mm -hmm. just do an amazing job and you can see the chemistry between the group and them because he, he, he they look over at each other and they smile at each other and you can see that this that they got along very well. Um, I want to also bring while while I'm a little less off camera and I can read properly. Um, I want to talk about this song because um, in the original version, Tina Turner sings that you know my skin is brown but my mind is black. 
Marriott, of course, sings it. My skin is white, my soul is black. When questioned about the lyrics by journalist James Johnson of NME, this, of course, back in the 90s, y'all, Marriott said, I just sing it because I loved the song. And it was an interpretation of somebody else's lyrics. People should have known that I was into black music for years anyways. And I love that he didn't back down from that. I'm glad that he said, "Uh uh-uh, that's not what this is. I just love, and I'm glad that they did what they wanted to do. And F what everybody else was thinking at the time. I'm so glad that they, they kind of kept to their roots and who they were. And they were like, we love, we love music. I love the fact that, that he was able to say, Hey, I love this music. And that's why, and it's not taken away from this. It's just taking something wonderful. Right. Wonderful. So I, something I wanted to talk about. Um, This song was promoted on British program, the old gray whistle in 1973 in March. Um, Again, this song, though, didn't make a really big splash originally. Um, in 1989, Marriott and Clem, Clem Clemson recorded the song as a jingle for Nessa Calf. Fun, fun fact. Nessa Calf, of course, is Coffee's new product, Blend 37. And they won a gold, gold medal award for the top commercial of 1989 with the song. Um, I, I know, right? <laughs> it became a jingle. But my, I mean, this song, though, has a lot of meaning. If you go and you can really read read the lyrics, you know, when I think growing up, when I heard the song, I'm sure I loved it because I was like, yeah, I like black coffee. Like, I love coffee. I love tea. And not even thinking about anything beyond. I wasn't I wasn't reading in between the lines at the time. Well, I mean, I'm I mean, so glad that they stuck with it. I'm so glad. And, I, you know, and you notice here, nobody got offended. Everybody. If you go and look at Humble Pie and all the people who I'm talking about that were their songwriters, you're going to find amazing, one, amazing songwriters, both from in the group and outside the group. And you're going to see that they, before diversity was ever pushed, they were already doing it. Right. They just loved people. And I loved that about Humble Pie. When I was doing my research, I was like, dude, they were way ahead of their time. And they weren't promoting it as what it was. They just liked music and they were just bringing it. Exactly. So. Exactly. Night, DB. Night. Thank you for joining us. And DB. check out this album. He, he he probably got he's probably got some humble pie. Oh, I'm sure he had mentioned the Who too earlier, so that might be yeah. something we'll have to check out in the future. But today, best. Oh yeah, yeah. He mentioned quad quadrophenia. Yeah. Uh, I can't even say it now. Quad, but quadrophenia. Put it on your he hasn't had enough sleep yet, people, to, to, to go over that album. No, I haven't had any. I need toothpicks to open my eyes. <laughs> All no, right. I, uh, for, for one, on this song, one is a great side ender. Because this is. is the last so- song on side A. It is. Or on side one. And you get lost. In, I mean, I got lost in this song. Well, I did too. Because all of a sudden, it, like, there was no music playing. I went, oh, it's. It's done. Yeah. Oh well, I got to put the record over, and that's the one thing again. And I know DB brought it up earlier about um, vinyl. You know the sound quality, but the thing is with vinyl also, you also get more intimate with it. You can't. Yes, you because do because you need. You are going to pay attention. Yeah, you. Yeah, are. you can get lost in the songs, mm-hmm. but you do pay attention because you know. Well, you know it. It's not. We don't have. We don't have an automatic. No. So it doesn't return. So when it gets to the end, it stays at the end and spins yeah. until I go pull the needle up. Yeah. And 
I don't want to be doing, I don't want to be playing video games. You know, if I'm listening to it like on streaming or on my phone, you know, going through the stereo over here through Bluetooth, then it's fine. I'll be playing video games because, well, when it gets to the end, I'll get to just find another album to start playing or whatnot or start it over. Yeah. But the thing is, is you play it that way. Yeah. That's your first, yeah. That's your first uh, run through the songs. But then, like you said, you get the actual record. And it's like, oh, well, there's a whole different sound that you can that you can hear. Right, right. I mean, we've talked about it on episodes before where, you know, the overcompression of music today and even them doing overcompression on older stuff yeah. has ruined what was originally there. Yeah, and so getting the, you know, just to go back to what we're talking about, you you finding this album was actually the the best thing because we got to hear it as it was originally written. Originally, well, yeah, yeah originally origi- pressed. Originally pressed. It wasn't over compressed right. like it was on digital. So I, you know, it was just it was really really not really really good and wonderful that you did find the original yeah. recording of it, of this particular album. Right, original pressing. Yeah, original pressing. But yeah, Black Cop. I mean, no, I mean I. Well, I, I understand, you know, obviously y'all coffee drinkers, but I mean, I even enjoyed this song. <laughs> well, you know. Well, because it's got a deeper meaning than just coffee. Right. Yeah, you got to read into the lyrics. and But, but as a child, I was not le- reading into the lyrics. I was, well, you know, even at a very young age, I had, you know, coffee with milk and, uh, you know, now you have with cream, but um, I... I never even thought into it. I just thought it was a great song when I was a kid and it was rocking, it was rolling. And then as an yeah. adult, when I read, when I began to really fully understand, but then I really took it in and went, wow. Yeah. You know, and now, and you come into modern day and you listen to it. Uh huh. One, don't be offended, people, because one, he was, they were ahead of their times and they didn't right. have to get pushed. They didn't have to be prodded to do things. They did things because they loved to do play music and they like to play music together. Together. and that's uh-huh. what right i mean you guys want to you guys everybody listening in the chat or even listening to audio only version of this if you want go back i don't know what episode number it was but go back look for the cindy lopper she's so unusual album review with me and kim did yeah and you want to know about people who did not know what a song was about Just until later in life last week was she <laughs> yeah you know, we found out then. Yeah, we did. At that moment, because again, like Nicole said, when you're younger, you're not. You're, you're not. You're grabbing the the catchy hooks. Yeah, you are. You know, you're grabbing, you know, the the choruses of the songs. Yeah. You're not going deep into these lyrics. Going, what are they talking about here? Yeah, you're just listening for. You're you know, listening to it for enjoyment. I bring it up every, almost. Uh, I used to bring it up every episode, especially when we were doing music. One song that I think is so, and when we're talking about underrated, right? One of Motley Crue songs that I think is really underrated is a song called Fight for Your Rights. And there is a line of lyrics, line in there where, you know, Martin, where Nikki Six literally wrote, Martin Luther told the truth, the color of our, of our blood's the same. Well, yeah. You know, yeah. and it's like, hello, why, you know, this needs to be up here. You know, yeah. I mean, okay, yeah, Beastie Boys came out with their party one, but. Still, you know, this is a different yeah. type fight for your rights. Well, yeah. But anyways, back to, I mean. Humble Pie. Humble Pie. 
I again, we get you get done with the song. This is like wow. I'm I, now I'm really hooked. I mean, I was already. And then you get couple, to go ahead. I was already hooked a couple songs ago where I'm going. Okay, I need to now go back and start listening to their full catalog. Yeah. You know, at this point, I'm going do that. Finish the album first. <laughs> right, right. You know, I know. But I mean, now it's like, okay, I want to take a few days. You know, and of course, most of it will have to be screaming until unless I can find start find a lot of their records. But the mascot must arrived. You know, yes. Looking <laughs> for literally go back and listen to their catalog. And and one thing, the reason why I do like to listen to a full catalog of an artist is because one, you start with album number one and go to the last album they released you know and you will find growth you you do you find growth in these artists yeah you know if they have the growth if they don't you'll notice it well yeah and i love doing that because you find how they get tighter as musicians yeah their songwriting will also get tighter yes not saying the songwriting in the beginning is not tight but there's always a little bit new different nuances that get changed over time yep and I love listening, going through and listening to an artist's full catalog. Yep. You know, it may, you know, like, I mean, you know, a few weeks ago, we did Sir Elton John. Yes. You know, I want to still go back and do, you know, I want to listen to his full catalog. Yeah, it's going to take some time. Well, yeah. But I plan on doing it, you know. Well, yeah. And I plan on doing that with Humble Pie. And again, I had this feeling already, you know, by the time we got 30 days, 30 days in the hole. Well, yeah. You know, and Black Coffee just punch that ticket more for me to go i really want to go back and listen to every one of their albums listen yeah. to you know all the lie about you know because again we're getting here on site when we get once we get to site two but i want to listen to those lies out i mean nicole showed you know you know one of the records she got from her dad you know that her dad loaned to borrowed her you know for the night. you know <laughs> borrowed for the night is live at the fillmore you know yeah and a live album is again just to get to hear what they were like on stage. Well, yeah. Sure. You're not going to get the full Monty because, you know, one, I don't have stacks of amps in my living room. No. I wish I did. But if I ever do, I'll let you know. <clears throat> but, yeah. But Black Coffee was a great, you know, especially when you're looking at the record. And you probably it, it, even speak on the cassette. What a way to end side one. Exactly, yeah. You know, literally this, you... And you don't I want to say that's probably how the cassette tape was too. If right. I'm if I'm in good memory of it, that is how it has it. My dad still has a cassette tape somewhere. He's got it. I know he has it. But it's not one that he would just get rid of. So right. And and the thing is, is you know, usually with a great or you know best album or a greatest hits album, you don't take a journey. No. But on this one, I felt like we you were on a journey. Well, yeah, you were. Anyways. Slice two. Slice six. Slice yes. six. Yes. Um, okay. So this particular song comes from the earlier days of Humble Pie. Okay. We're talking from 1971 from the rock album called Rock Great Year. On. Great year. Great year. Awesome year. Um, the song we are about to talk about is called Shine On. It was written by earlier member Peter. Frampton when he was still with the crew. Um, I would like to make a special note because this is one time I actually was able to find enough information. Um, so one, this has uh, on vocals was was Peter Frampton. He did also guitar at the time. Steve Marriott was doing the organ. Um, 
Greg Ridley was the bass, Jerry, Jim, sorry, Jerry Shirley was the drums, and they had the Soul Sisters at that time. But that included Claudia Glenner, who was also in the Blackberries, uh, P.P. Arnold, and Doris Troy. Um, so I there was I was able to find a little bit more information. This song, though, is also on Phantom Comes Alive, his other album that he did later on. Um, and of course, he still always gives goes right back. This, of course, goes right back to Humble Pie. We have um, more copies of that one. Yes, um, I do. Yeah, and I just literally we have uh, four. We have like four copies of Phantom. Oh, Phantom Alive. Well, it's yeah. so funny because when I listen to the song and I listen to it today, you know, it would be better if you were doing more than just your tail there. Um, when I listen to the song today and, of course, this past week, every time I hear this song, Peter Frampton may be front and center, but I can still see here Steve Marriott. Shine on. And I'm like, that's where it's at. And that's why when, really in the long run, even though him and Peter, uh, Steve Marriott and Peter Frampton and a few others started this group together, in the long run, it was always, it felt like Steve Marriott was always like right here. Even in his height, he, he, even though he was shorter. You got to see the, the mascot. Her name is Elfie. Anyways, he was just always there. He always seemed to be like the one, like his vision seemed to be the one that's really implored it. I mean, really brought that group together. Oh, just in time to at least have some slices of pie with us, Isaac. It's no problem, bro. Completely oh, understand. Go back and, and watch and it later. You're, and uh, Kenny, great late night driving music with me. See, uh, Dad, I was talking about that story at the beginning. That's how I, I introduced tonight. I'm I mean, like, this was what we did. <laughs> well, you know, even after listening to it, I can, I can sit there and go, yeah, I can see driving to this. Oh, you know, crank it up and head down the highway. Yeah. Yeah, this song can get you really like kind of almost like you want to dance a little bit with it and stuff. And it's just. Oh, yeah. It's a really, it's a good song. It <laughs> is. Yeah. Kim, what do you think of Shine Shine On? I just, just what you said. It's like the beat is just amazing. You know, I mean. Yeah, you Frank could, did a good job writing yeah, the song. Yeah. So you could just see it, you know gives you the feeling like you're wanting like you said like you're wanting to dance so it'd be you know like well this would be a great dance song for a big dance you know so yeah i just oh, i loved it <laughs> i i love that he, this is and is another love song but not a love song yeah you know, because he's like very this could be the one girl you, you know if you will mm -hmm. be my son and it's just like dude this is so cool. It's a rock song, but yet it's so it's so intimate and fun. Mm -hmm. I just love that. Exactly. I mean, again, you know, flipping it over and you start right here is like, wow. Exactly. You know. Mm -hmm. But in this song though, even then has that deeper meaning because that later yeah. one he says, please look around about and tell me about what you see, all the noise and dirt and plastic people. So you know yeah. they're talking about big people, but then he goes, because love is clean. Yep. You know, and ours has been a bluer shade of jade than black or white is. And I love that. I love that yes. he went, no, no, no. <laughs> this is really what it is. And talking about fake people. And really, again, the song is so good that you, sometimes you, like, forget that there is, like, there's other deeper meanings within the song. Yeah. Yeah, well, and, you know, that's what makes great songwriting when you can have multiple layers 
of meaning going. And maybe you don't catch it the first time. Maybe you don't catch it the second time. But as you keep listening, you know, and you know, like, and like you know, you were saying, you know, you know, as you're growing up and get, and getting older, and all of a sudden, you know, getting mature, you realize, you know, you start hearing all of this deeper meaning to the songs, and that's one thing I'm learning. You know, I or I since I've been learning, and we'll we'll talk about probably even a little bit more next week. Is with even with me when we started it, when I started this show. You know, a lot of stuff I had listened to before and also listened to it again deeper for the first time or just going, whoa, okay, this grabbed me differently this time. Yeah. Or, hey, I pulled this out of this, was not expecting that. And that's one great thing. And it's why I try to tell people, you know, when you find songs or even albums that you like, you know, even stuff you liked a long time ago, go back and listen to it again. Well, yeah. You know, if if you haven't listened to it in twenty years, go listen to it again because who knows? You may now also listen to that song. And go, whoa! Well, I yeah. did not catch that meaning twenty years ago, but I caught it now. Now, yeah. Or in my case, forty freaking years ago. <laughs> I mean, I mean, because again, like Nicole said, you know, when you're when you're a kid, you only you only pull certain stuff out. Well, yeah, you do. You know, I mean, it was like like me and you when we were talking. Uh, we, I know we didn't bring it up, but during like the when we were getting somewhat prepared for Elvis Presley's music, right? Yeah. There was points where I'm like listening to songs I had listened to since I was a little kid. And also I'm going, wait, where'd that lyric come from? Well, yeah. Well, yeah. <laughs> and, and the funny part is that I've sung that lyric millions of times. Well, yeah. But now I'm grabbing on, ooh, wait a minute, this song's dirtier than I thought it was. Well, yeah. You know, per se or, or whatnot. Or, well, I'm grabbing, you know, grabbing more stuff out of it. Well, yeah. And I I've, love that with music. I love that with lyrics. Oh, well, yeah. When you can keep listening to it over and over and over and you keep grabbing more and more out of it. Well, yeah. Well, yeah. I mean. Or or relate to it more because yeah. where you're at in your life. Well, yeah. And that's the best thing about music is it, it's, a uni- it's like a smile. It's a universal language. I mean, it's there's always something out there in music that is going to put you at a time in your life where you're either happy, you're sad, you figure, you find out, oh, well, I experienced this, you know, this song is for me. You know, it's always going to be that way as long as there's music and as long as people really listen to it and really enjoy it, they can find so much within the lyrics. Right. I mean, so much within the lyrics. <laughs> Sorry, I'm like I'm getting caught up in some some humble pie. I was looking to see if one of the songs was on there that's on the list. That's right. I like pie. <laughs> Don't we all? In multiple shapes and forms and flavors. <laughs> That'll be another time when we're on like popped, like we'll have to be with, yeah, that'll be another day. <laughs> next track. Yes, next track. All right. Here we go. The next slice of pie is actually originally not from pie. Um, it was originally written up by Eddie Cochran and Jerry Car- uh, Cape Hart um, in 1950. 
eight, but it was redone by Humble Pie in 1972 on their album called Smokin'. And the song I'm talking about is Come On Everybody. I love that song. Yeah. Yeah. Um, uh, and, but in comparison to the 1958, though, this has um, a different rock, heavier tone um, oh, yeah. to it. And even like some of the guitars changed a little bit, but it's, oh, I can hear them. I love it. It's just a fun, for me, it's just a fun song. Um, I, I can hear, almost hear that. I, I almost every song I can hear them singing. Are you kidding me? Yeah, right. I mean, well, I'm being, like, I'm surprised I have not started singing yet tonight because I have definitely, maybe I have, and I just haven't noticed. Um, because this is just a fun song. It, I feel yeah. like this is just a fun, fun. This one, actually, wait a minute, hold up. No, the next song is a very fun. Like this song and the next song are definitely party. Let's get out there oh, yeah. and have a good time. <laughs> Party yeah. songs, definitely. Yeah, and no, I mean, it's just that's what this is. You know, and the thing is, you know, I mean, you know, you, you it kind of, you, you know, the last three songs and or a lot, well, actually, the last four songs from, you know, I can't stand the rain, thirty days in the hole, black copy shine on. You got really deep meanings and. And and stuff that was you know grabbing at you. Yeah. And, and now you're getting you, to kind of the little party time. Yeah. Yeah. You know, it's like, okay, we've taken you here. You know, yeah. we started out hot and nasty, but then we went, we we kind of you know, stone cold fever, and then also we got, you know, God, we kind of got into this deeper stuff. And now it's time to party it up. Yeah, it's time to party. It's time to smash a pie in the face. Exactly. Um, and I would like to make a special note that one of the lyrics is if your brother won't rock, then your sister will. Heck yeah. Uh-huh. They're definitely rocked. Um, and it, it, it might also have to talk about, you know, the folks coming home. Ooh, yeah. Thankfully, my parents love this album. So I'm safe. I'm safe on this song. Well, you know, it was like I was telling Kim, you know, I mean, I look like my my folks. I mean, obviously, they there was some stuff where they're like, one, they didn't like say, okay, no, you can't listen to this. You know, they didn't do none of that stuff. They didn't care, you know, okay, I'm listening to Motley Crue or I'm listening to this band or that band. They are, don't care. You know, they're, some of their friends are coming up and going, how dare you let him listen to Motley Crue? They are a Satan group. Why? Because they had a pentagram? Yeah, okay, the other album was called Shout at the Devil. Shout at, not shout with. You know, completely remaining people. And or 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 oh, how dare you let him listen to Twisted Sister? They're you know transvestites or so you know like what? Yeah, and again, this stuff ticks me off today when I think about it. You know, it was, but they always had their arms open or you know always let me listen to different stuff. And I remember like when my dad he finally ordered some cassette things off the TV. And we went cruising one time, and all of a sudden, he's like, oh, yeah, yeah, here. You know, it was like Creedence play, and there's Jan and Dean, and then there's, you know, the Yardbirds, and then there, I'm just like, you're into this stuff? Yeah. Well, now it makes sense while we were cruising home one day from, you know, back in the day when you had 
your air conditioning was rolled the windows down. It was 65-4, yeah. Doing 55 down the freeway. And four windows down. And your music was coming through an 8-track cassette adapter. Uh-huh. And Sweet Child of Mine came on by Guns N' Roses, and my dad cranked it. Yeah. He went, Wah. That guitar part hit. He turned it up, and I'm thinking, this is my music. Why are you cranking this? Nope. I crank my parents' music, okay? Well, I do, too. My parents I mean, probably crank some of mine, too, these days. But well, I definitely my, crank my parents'. And I'm going to wrap around to my mom loves the drum beats, at least through the uh, Who May Who album Who by ACDC. You know? So, you? again, you know, <laughs> musically, we've, all, we've all been exposed to a lot of music. You know, mm-hmm. and, and from our parents. I mean, Kim got exposed to a lot of music from her parents. I've been exposed a lot from my parents. Nicole, my parents been, and my family. I feel like right. everybody has kind of brought something to the right. Yeah, I mean, so. like I said, I mean, I believe it was my uh, my mom's younger brother, or, or her only younger, her only brother. But he's the one that got me Bachman Turner Overdrive in the 70s. Mm-hmm. You know, and that is how I got into a kind of the Southern rock, started getting into the Southern rock. So, I mean, by the time I hit the 80s, yeah, I was ready for the hard rock of the 80s. Well, yeah. You know, and then, of course, when I got into that, I started finding out some of these older bands, and I start going back and trying to find some of their stuff. It's yeah. not just greatest hits, just so I can hear it. Well, yeah. But, yeah. again, you know, we're, we're now at the point of the party. Yes, oh, yeah. No, oh, this this party party amp is about to get amped up. It is yeah. going to get amped up. Oh, and again, wow. yeah, I'm I, at this point, I'm still there. So far, <laughs> nothing has gone. Yeah, no, I, I'm this is one of those ones you put the needle on side A or side one. Yeah. It ends on, it ends at black coffee. You flip it over, starts it shine on, and you let it go the rest of the way. Yes. Which is ironic because I, at the end of this, or when we get to track nine, or the last one on side two, is ironic because of yeah. where I've heard this song before. Mm-hmm. Yep. Oh. But, but now let's get on to another song I heard before, but I heard it by another artist. Oh, yes! Okay. Here we go. Slice eight. Some humble pie tonight. Okay, so this song was originally came out in 1969. By another famous group known as the Rolling Stones. This song was written by Keith Richards and Mick Jagger. And I. this song was then redone in 1973. Comes off the album Eat It. And I am talking about Honky Tonk Woman. Women. Exactly. It, it is women. Oh, I love this song is a part another party song. I can see, see Kim and I out there jamming and dancing. Oh, My mom out there dancing. We'd be having a good time. Scott would be like, anyone? No, that. Kim would be dragging <laughs> Scott to the dance floor. Yes, Kim would. But Scott would be over there grabbing a ball okay, of Jack my Daniels. Dad usually comes to the dance floor too. <laughs> I, I would have to have a ball of Jack Daniels in my hand first. Oh, I got got to get a little tipsy to get it a little loosened up. I, I would like to make a note though was that when I growing up I think I heard this song more from Humble Pie than I did Rolling Stones. Now my parents definitely listened to the Stones. They listened to right. it's kidding me from rock and roll. But um I always remembered the song more from Humble Pie than I did the Rolling Stones. But that's crazy to me. Like how would I yeah. 
I can't believe that I, I, when I think of this song, I think of that. But this song in particular, when it, with Rolling Stone, though, it's like part of the 500 greatest songs of all time. Um, again, it was released on July 4th, 1969 originally. But again, this also made its way to 1972. And their, sorry, 1973 onto their album. And it's just such a fun song. Uh-huh. Inspired by us U.S. women in the South and in New York uh, from the Rolling Stones perspective. Yep. Catch my draft. Uh huh. <laughs> this would be a really good crossover album to do with 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 Shanti and Josh. <laughs> yeah, it would. Part two. <laughs> yep. Pie in the face. <laughs> yeah. Um, what did you think, Kim? Oh, I loved it. I mean, it's another one of those songs that you can just like you can just imagine yourself. You know, the beat, everything. I mean, it's one of those upbeat songs that, wow, where's the party? <laughs> mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. I mean, as soon as the song started, I'm going, okay, I know this song, but it's not by Humble Pie. And then, of course, I'm going, racking my brain going, wait, wait, wait. and I thought, no, this is Stones. I'm pretty sure this is Stones. So, of course, then I'm looking, making sure, you know, once I start thinking, I okay, I might know who this is originally done by. I will go double check because one, it helps give me more knowledge on stuff, but it's just so I know and I'm not giving away, you know, giving out yeah. wrong information. And that, again, love their version, love Humble Pie's version of oh, it. Oh, yeah. You know, it, not a lot of times I will sit there and say, you know, I mean, a different version of a, a version of a song by someone else is better or is good. But there's a few times where I will say that. Well, yeah. And this is. is one of them. Yep. yep. I can definitely easily see you listening to Humble Pies over and over and over and over and oh, never yeah. and rock it out to it. Oh, yeah. I, I got to do some more research, but I noticed that there is a song on, on uh, Humble Pie uh, performance at the uh, Fillmore, but there is one that is actually called Rolling Stones. I have to go back and see. I'm wondering if it's about them. <laughs> Awesome. I'm just yeah. and I was looking for pictures, you guys. Okay. Yeah. I was hoping I would find pictures of Humble Pie with Rolling Stones. I was hoping I would find pictures with Humble Pie with um with um Tina and I Turner and nothing. I'm like, so I was so excited when I found the one at least with them and the blackberries. Yeah. Um I, maybe, but sorry, this is not called Humble Cat Cobbler. So for tonight, you might just want to enjoy the pie. Exactly. Yeah, the way I look at it like this. Well, we'll play the game pie face and see who wins. You, you, you enjoy what you want to enjoy there, bud. You like cobbler? Eat cobbler. As far yeah, as this goes, this is humble pie. <laughs> uh, they, they didn't name the band Humble Cobbler. No. <laughs> but hey, you do you, bro. Seriously. By the way, some of the stuff that on sidebar nights that he says he's making is like, okay, I really want to come to your house. Well, yeah. Like, holy crap. Yeah, you. He, he's got some. Yeah. Hella dishes, you know. No, no. Meals that he makes. Yeah. Like, oh, geez, dude, man, you're just making me hungry. <laughs> yeah. Anyways, but yeah, no. Again, a lot of times I will. I usually if this done by original art, another artist, I usually don't. 
like a lot of the covers, but man, they nailed this one. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And they, yeah. you know, and again, it was a it's a great rendition of it. And honestly, I think it's I like it better than the Stones version. But again, I'm sure if I go listen to a live Stones version, I might actually, you know, it it'd probably be about even. But that depends. I mean, I'd have to find a live version of it by from the Stones. You know, I mean, obviously I listened to their you know, the original version I listened from the Stones is a studio version. And I don't know, I just love the live version of this one. Mm-hmm. You know, it, it just is a great song live. Well, yeah. You can, I mean, I haven't listened to the live version, but yeah, you can, you can just picture, you know, concert, you know, people on the floor near the stage. I put your picture away. Oh, wait, wrong, wrong artist. Yeah, very wrong, wrong song. You know, I mean, just this song comes on and it's just that whole, the whole crowd's just partying from the, from the bottom of the floor up. Well, of Uh course, it's a party song. Yeah. And just going, yes, let's go. (laughs) Bring the drinks. Let's get this party started. No, that's, that's, that's not ours too. I know, but I mean, that's, (laughs) that's what it is. And you're gonna enjoy it too. Yes. If you watch the image, the the video from earlier, Isaac, I am sure you will like it. <laughs> For other reasons, that I can't talk about right now. Anyways, <laughs> slice number nine. Oh my gosh! I can't believe we're about to finish this whole pie. I know. Right? Okay. <laughs> So originally this song was from 1966. Um, I'm really excited because again, I said earlier, there's a lot of really <laughs> awesome, amazing um, songwriters that is featured on that humble pie, you know, got to, you know, got to be part of. Um, this song I'm about to talk about is written originally uh, was written by Nick Ashford and Valerie Simpson. They were husband and wife um, and Joe Armstead. Again, this was originally done in 1966, and before Humble Pie even got to ever perform it, um, it was also performed by Mr. Ray Charles, the legend himself. Um, so this song is really wonderful. Um, this song uh, was featured on the Humble Pie performance, Rockin' the Fillmore. The Fillmore course was done in New York. Um, and the song that I'm going to be talking about, again, from 1971 off of this album, is called, or we are going to be talking about, is I Don't Need No Doctor. Yeah, I love the That's sad. Yes, you do. But for the song's reasoning, no, you don't. don't but yes, you do. No doctor. Okay, it's the equal of... Okay, we'll we'll talk about our thoughts, and I'll get to my other thought that about, that I was about to share. <laughs> and now John Mayer has also redone it since I know that. But yeah, well, so I will start this one off, I guess. Yes. I don't need no doctor. I heard in 1986 on the album Inside the Electric Circus by a rock band or metal band or hard rock band, Wasp. That's W period, A period, S period, P Mm -hmm. period. And if you talk to the PMRC, it means a couple of things. 
Yes, it does. But we'll... However, we're not going there. Anyways, I heard this by the on the you know again, heard this song and going okay. So when I see this, you know, obviously when I'm, I'm making the list, going oh okay, I can't wait to get to this one to hear it. You know, I could you know obviously you're making a playlist, you can go boom and go play it right, but I didn't want to. Yeah, I wanted to experience this in order. Yes. And when we got when you get to this song, I. On Wiki, Wikipedia, right? They say it's a Ray Charles cover. Okay. Okay. Um, for Wasp, right? Yeah. And again, I'd have ah. to go. I'd have to go what? listen to. I'd have to go listen to Ray Charles' version. But when I heard Humble Pie's version, yeah. right? I'm like, yeah, no, this is the version that Wasp <laughs> covered because the guitars sound, even though there's probably ten year gap. Uh huh. Roughly a ten-year gap between the the, yeah. the albums of the artists, and you know, guitars get better over time. In this, I can hear that crunch, that the distortion, just like there was in the Wasp album. Yep. You know, and I'm like, okay, this is where Wasp they got it from Humble Pie. They need, they, mm-hmm. you know, they may maybe Blackie knew about Ray Charles's version. Maybe. Yeah. Maybe. I guarantee. I guarantee Blackie got this and wanted to do this because of Humble Pie. Well, yeah. And it honestly, both versions, Wasp did their version off of what Humble Pie did. I can hear it because every time I'm listening to it, I've got, I'm battling back and forth between Wasp and Humble Pie. Well, yeah. And again, what can I say? Another great ending to a side. Yes. But what a way to end this album. Yeah, exactly. But with a killer live track. Oh, yeah. And that's how I feel. I mean, one, they get the moment where, you know, you get a little bit of the crowd interaction in there. Yes, you do. Again, you only get that when you go to a live show. You do. You know, and yeah, I just. Oh, yeah. Yeah, this, this, I mean, you know, I know we're talking about, you know, Humble Pie and we're talking about pie, but I mean, seriously. If, if this was a, a, a Sunday or, you know, even an ice cream, this is putting the cherry on top. It is. It is. It really this is. This is that moment of going, here is your crescendo. Here is your moment. Yep. Here is the exclamation point to this album. album. This album is perfection. Um, and I love all the songs that they picked. It's just right. Um, the song is so interesting because it's, you know, I don't want to go to the doctor because he really just wants to be with his woman, his right. baby. So, you know, that's what he talks about the whole song. I don't want to go to the doctor, but I want to be with her. I don't want to do this. I want to do with her. Um, it kind of, rem- um, in years later, of course, we have, um, I'm trying to think of her name. Amy Winehouse did, you know, I need to go to rehab, you know. No, 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 no. And da, 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 da. I got told to do this. And I don't need to go to the doctor. It kind of reminds me. It makes me wonder if she got inspired by them. Who knows? I mean, she's not. <sighs> never know. Oh, my goodness. Yeah, I think you just killed Scott. <laughs> Looking awesome. I, I guess her. No, you know what? If you're listening to this on audio, shame <laughs> on you. Come watch the YouTube video. And then you can see it. It's up on screen right now. <laughs> You can find this moment, and you can watch it. Then you can see you can what's see up what has screen. left Scott like. Oh yeah, of my my dad. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Awesome, Kenny. Awesome. Especially though, I did not know this either, so that's pretty cool. That is freaking awesome. Oh, we're definitely gonna be have to do a BTO. 
<laughs> I think Scott and Kim are going to have to come visit. That's what this is. Um, <laughs> um, yeah, but yeah, put me on the critical list when all I need is her sweet kiss. I love it. Right. I just love great lyrics, great song. Again, the cherry, uh, as you said, on the top of the pie with a large mound of whipped cream that Kim's just going to smash into Scott's face anyways because... You know, it's what happens. So <laughs> I'm just calling as I see it. <laughs> and she's giggling, so I know I'm right. <laughs> yeah, but she, she also knows that I'll just come back with a bigger one. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I, man, imagine this. Ah, there's that game, you know, Pie Face. Yeah. And I thought I almost sent you guys the picture of me when I played Pie Face and rubbed cream all over, but I didn't. Yeah, we, we played it, gosh, what was it a couple years ago? Yeah, we did. With my so, mom and dad, my sister, and my niece. And so of course, so whenever anytime I'm playing Pie Face, it reminds me of this album, The right. Best. And that's of course of Humble Pie. And I'm like, the lady in her rollers. <laughs> exactly. She played the she played the the game before it ever even came out. Right. Exactly. <laughs> oh my gosh. I'm not even gonna yeah, we won't even talk about that that cover because our thoughts have changed over the years and not yes. really appropriate anymore. <laughs> nope. <laughs> I just I just dying anxiety of giggles and fits on the inside. No, this was, I mean, this album front to back. Amazing. It, it, told exactly. you. I told you. Yes, I'm like, you did. And the theme so is, good. is I'm happy after listening to it once. Because like I said, I went in and made the playlist. I mean, I even went and found, you know. you know. Yeah, because I sent you the thing. I'm like, here's the songs. Right. These, these are the songs. Because I want to be very specific. I was like, these are the songs I... Um, there Japan actually released this album, just so you know. Japan, even I realized that in recent years, in the last two, 20 years or so, they've released the song. So, there's even a Japanese one of this. So, oh, wow, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, you know, and again, you know, with the internet, you get different size photos, and a lot of them don't always show up. But the yeah. thing is, with this here, is you want to show the band, yeah. And when I when I made my playlist. I put that on the playlist cover because uh-huh. it's like, yeah, this is, you know, this is what it's about. You know, I mean, this, I want to make sure I've got it. And like I said, I mean, I went through, I went off of Discogs, like, because Discogs had no the one. wrong album or wrong picture. One. That it should be the second one. I know. Give me a minute. Should, yeah, it's the second one. I know. It's I went album cover group, then the Blackberries, and then the Blackberries with Humble Pie. The problem is, is this, I don't know. No, it's, you, go up. Oh, nope, nope. No, it's you, that one. That one right there. It's that. Yeah. No, what, so what it is, is regardless of what you do on these, it, it, it sends there them through different, 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 through different ways. And, and then it's like, okay, it's no longer order now. I got to go figure out which order, you know. Yeah. But so, Scott, well, we have this picture up. Do you want to actually read the bottom of your album? That on yeah. the other side, and tell us more information that you have about Humble Pie. All right. 
personnel and the information you've got. Just before we begin to round round things out and yeah. Okay, I gotta really read most of this back on this. This is hilarious. Also, but first of all, right underneath, I don't need no doctor. It says personnel 1968, the beginning. Steve Marriott, guitar and vocals. Peter Frampton, guitar and vocals. Jerry Shirley, drums. Greg Ridley, bass and vocals. Then it goes 1972 with a dash and there's no end dates. So obviously to present. What they're kind of saying here, Steve Marriott, guitar and vocals, Greg Ridley, bass and vocals, Jerry Shirley, drums, Dave Clem Clemson, guitar and vocals. Oh, wow. So obviously, you know, Peter Frampton left and, you know, and Dave right. Clemson you, came in. That's why I included when I was going through, I was like, wait, make sure I talk about Peter Frampton because he was there at the beginning. He was originally yeah. in this group. and. But again, even with the song Shine On, when I hear him, I can hear him sing Shine On, but I can hear Steve in the back. Shine on, shine right. on. You know what I mean? Shine on you and shine on. And I can hear him. That yeah. Wonderful and, note that he and, can create. And down here, just above, or yeah, just above where they mentioned every like little, oh, on this asterisk is from this album in the year. Mm-hmm. Right above it says all selections. Mm-hmm. Produced by the pie. It's interesting. Um, is there? There's no more information about all the band members that you said. That one little area that you saw. You talked. Yeah, just about? that one little little area. That's all. You know, personnel from '68 to the beginning, and then be the same personnel and personnel from '72 to, with nothing. So obviously, up to the present time at this point. Mm-hmm. And yeah, and then, yeah. Cause- then, just below it, all it says is all selections produced by the pie. And then it gives, you know, with little dots and stuff and whatnot, um, which albums everything came from. And then below that, this album contains previously released material. And then you got art direction over here on this side, Chuck Beeson, front cover photo, Steve Silverstein, Sting, Sting, album design. Melanie Neeson. See, I need to look this information up because I've always wondered where did they come up with this idea for the cover? Because I'm like, but it's so hard to find that information. So you literally have to have that album in that vinyl to know that information. Or I'm sure my dad's cassette tape also has that information. Right. Right. And I want to know whose mom they find. Because <laughs> you got to remember at this point, you know, Humble Pie wasn't really together they were together but they weren't together and that's again yeah. a whole nother day a whole nother conversation um from the history of humble pie and that's exactly i mean we'll be I, on another we'll be on another bunny trail for oh, a couple yeah. more hours if we even try to get to talk about exactly that. you know and the thing is, is is you know when you're just talking about a best of you're just talking about a best of you know right. not talking about you know their well, full career and they really did this album who when they created it again, Steve was still with us at that point. Um, they did a great job. No, not good, not even great, not even good. A fantastic job on select the song selection for this album. Oh, yeah, perfection. Oh, Chef's Kiss. This is 
uh, again, and it, that's why it, it bothers the junk out of me. Why is this album so hard to find information on when it is literally a chef's kiss in its perfection? Like, why is it that hard? But for some odd reason, it is. So share people, okay? It's called Humble Buy. It's called The Best. Look it on your eBay. Um, go back over the songs. Look over the songs that we've talked about and look up the songs and listen to them. They are amazing if you've never heard of them. Yeah, I mean, literally, it's on eBay. Also, if you use Discogs, and that's D-I-S-C-O-G-S dot com, uh, just so everybody knows, uh, there's 40, 444 people have it. Pretty soon, it'll be 445 because I'll get added to ours. Um, 21 people want it. No, it wasn't Isaac. Um, right now, there's 18 of them, 18 vinyls for sale on Discogs. Starting at the low price. Uh, we are currently not sponsored by them. Scott's just sharing information. Yeah, I'm just sharing information here. Um, the lowest price is two sixty nine. Well, total with with uh, shipping would be six sixty nine, and the highest price is selling for a total of fifty bucks. Says near mint. So, for a total of fifty dollars ship, you can get it one near mint. The version I got was actually VG plus. I agree with the rating that they gave that the person did that graded it. Um, there's, you know, you got, you got a little bit of the snaps and pops and whatnot, but I got mine off eBay. Oh, hi Kim, you're back. Yes, even with the snaps and pops, I mean, with any record. You well, yeah, but that just gives you that. Just, that's the that's the nostalgia of listening to the original exactly. vinyl. That's a, yeah, exactly. That just yeah, but yeah. But yeah, I mean, again, you know, the thing is, even on Discogs, there's not a lot of information about this album. No. And again, how, you know and That's what? upsetting. How good of an album that they, again, I know it's nothing new and not original, but this was an album that was just beginning to end, a total chef's kiss with a cherry on top. Agreed. And seriously, if you haven't listened to this, um... You know, even if you can't find it and you're, you're on Spotify, you're on Apple, obviously you're not going to find this exact album, you know, but reach out to any one of us, you know, myself or, or even Nicole, and we will give you the track listing. Yeah. You know, we've and got we'll tell you, tell you what order to put your playlist in and listen to mm-hmm. it just from that. Yeah, you're probably going to have this problem of up and down volume because as they pull from different albums, you know, if something's been remastered, Recompressed or whatnot, it's going to have be higher versus something else may not be as high because right. it hasn't had that remastering done. Again, that's the only downfall of today's digital age is they don't go and remaster everything or they don't go in and touch everything. This, this song is this album is worth the remaster. It's more than worth it. Again, this has been one of my favorite. What I again, I consider this an underrated group. Because it just seems like they're just a very, I mean, again, like to the point, like even you guys were like, wait, who, what? Yeah. So. Well, I mean, like I said, we, you know, when you kept talking, I mean, even when you brought them up, I knew, I knew of the band, you know, didn't know maybe the, I thought they might use some songs by them, but as I, at least on this, I did, I knew I didn't know anything off of them. Mm-hmm. And. I, I wonder though, because Peter Frampton is still alive. Like, I think he might be, I just, I wonder if he would ever go back. Because some of his stuff has been remastered, so you can still listen to some of Humble Pie's originally on yeah. his stuff. But I wonder, I, I don't know. I get, I don't know. Well, you know, I'm wondering. With us and things like know, that. So. 
did you have uh the, the other album your dad let you borrow you know was the greatest hits so this you was know. a greatest hits it's got peter frampton's face on it right <laughs> But, but you know, it, it, this one doesn't even have um it does actually most of this is written this is all 1977 written mostly by Marriott or Frampton most of this one is. And actually I don't think we even talked about any of the songs. Nope, none of them. Okay. None of them. But see, I'm wondering is cuz I know like there might be there maybe there's an anthology out there now. You know, the thing is, is as they keep releasing more and more greatest hits albums you know, over time, because again, you know, who knows what the deal is, you know, that either Phantom has or, you know, or whoever's got their, you know, hands in the cookie jar with Humble Pie, you know, well, it's, who who gets what money and who, and, and who gets, who sits there and agrees to stuff being re-released, right. you know, or hey, let's, you know, because a lot of times it's just these record companies you know, I mean, these guys, when they signed those record contracts, they most of the time didn't own their masters. Right. You I know. Again, with Humble Pie, that would be almost a whole nother topic for another day. It really is. I was able to find some <laughs> politics and stuff behind it all, and I went, holy crap. That means right. there was a lot of drama here and there, and they definitely have a, a story because you can still look up Humble Pie and go, oh, but they're still around. But then you realize that I'm the original. And again, right. it's it's a mess. And right. it's, it's it's a messy pie. <laughs> and I don't know what that pie looks like right now, but it's not this humble pie. And it does exactly. not have it does not have any originals. Um but you know, so I mean, again, that's probably why, you know, because I mean, like um, uh, you know, again, everybody knows I do this. I always revert back to Motley Crue. Their album, greatest first greatest his album was Decade of Decadence, 81, 91. And you cannot get that on Apple Music. You can't get that on Spotify. You can't go to Walmart or anything like that and buy it because it's out of print. Yeah. You know, and that's because they've released four or five other greatest yes. hits albums now yeah. that and most of those are actually out of print besides one. Well, yeah. Which is their last one they released, which is kind of like, okay, whatever. Your other ones were better than this one. But yeah, that's my opinion. Anyways, right. you know, Do the we, thing is, is a lot of times they don't, once they release different greatest hits albums, they let the other ones just go out of print and leave them out of print, which, I'm sorry, sucks. Well, this it one does. particular sucks, because this one's amazing. This yeah. one needs, it deserves its remastering. It's beautiful. It's wonderful. Yeah. Anyways. Yep. Do we <laughs> want to even try to discuss our favorite slice of pie off this album? Um, all mine. Yeah, same here. All mine. Okay, is there one that like you would take a bite of like every day? All. Of them? I could put the record on right now and be lost, you know, and just go yes. Okay, I I admit this is one album that is on my list, and it's not a very long list of albums I can listen to begin to end, and I absolutely love it. That's why I was very particular. I didn't want just this because then I would have, then I really would have been more about what's my favorite. What's my, I do have a particular favorite myself though. Well, I mean, okay, let's, we'll, but, we'll cut to, we'll, we'll cut to the chase real quick. If I had to choose one, one that stuck out to me, like right off the bat, first time hearing, listening to this, even on, as a playlist, was Three Days in the Hole. 
It just the way that things, the way it started, it was like, boom, you know, I was like, wow. Okay. That's for me. But yeah, I mean, the way the rock and the drum and the guitar go as far as this whole album goes yeah this is one of those ones where yeah i'm gonna have to put the time away you know and say all right put it on and just listen you Uh know because yeah i think it's that good it is it really is i mean again this is our opinion, people. Yes, and it is. we all know the good thing about opinions are we don't have to agree on everything. Exactly. Hi. Oh. But we, but Sorry, we respect everybody's opinion. Yes, we do. Kim, okay. did you have a favorite slice from this piece of pie? pie? Or one that just like caught you? It was actually that rain one. I, I can't stand the rain. Yeah. Yeah, sweet memories. Yep. Yeah. Ah, oh, his voice. Like oh. Oh. sometimes I really no. Most times I don't like that like sound, but he can do it, and he does it in such a way that it's smooth. Yeah. And he doesn't crack. Yeah. Um. It's yes. Ah, oh, that's a good song. And uh, and what a beautiful song. Anyways, also you know. Oh about- yeah. And well, lost love and just wonderful. Yep. And Nicole. Oh my gosh. I'm saying, okay. I am sure you guys can all guess my favorite um, in particular because this is one I sing on on a daily. I probably have it on my daily list, um, even though I can listen to the album beginning to end almost any day of the week. Um, and that is Black Coffee. When I was a kid, I loved that song. So I had to stick with that one because that's the one I probably wanted off the album more than anything. But then they're so good. It's so good. It's just, but in particular with Black Coffee, though, it's because I think, again, they were way ahead of their time and they weren't doing it just to get to check off all the boxes they were doing because they love to make music and they love to make music with people. People. And I think that was the most important thing. I think they were ahead of their time and I loved it. Well, yeah. So, but even as a kid, I didn't know. Again, like I said, I, as a kid, I was like, yeah, I like black coffee. I like coffee. Right. <laughs> now right. I'm just exactly. like, well, you know. <laughs> exactly. But I mean, that's good. That's the cool thing about, you know, growing up when you, especially when you get to listen to something that your parents, you know, said, hey, you know, that you listen to, you know, either while in the vehicle or while even at home. And as you get older, you continue, continue to listen to it. And all of a sudden you start pulling, like I said earlier, you start pulling more out of these songs. You do. And you're like, whoa. Yeah. Okay. That went deeper than I ever remember it going deep. Yeah. And then you find more and more. You know, I can always find something new that grabs me on in a lot of stuff. Well, yeah. You know. And honestly, while we gave you, I mean, for I, I would honestly say this. You know, if we if we had to go through and say, okay, you rank rank the nine songs, I'd be like, yeah, forget it. Yeah, no, same here. There will be no ranking of songs on this album. <laughs> on this particular, because see, here's the thing: if I would have picked like Humble Pie performance, Rock in the Fillmore, there is a chance, there is a chance I would rank. But I knew in particular that with this one, I would. I'm when I'm I suck at ranking, anyways. But 
Like I would like, while yes, this is one particular favorite for very particular reasons, both from childhood and now everything. No, I couldn't. They're just so good. And I love it. And that is true. That is true. That's why we mentioned. Yeah. Your yeah. has done a bunch of that music in his shows. Yep. Yeah. And I'm pretty sure if we look at the, their albums. You guys are going to go back and look at your albums and you're going to be like, that's humble pie. That's I, humble pie. I, I know. I know. It, Peter Frampton. I know. Well, that's the funny part is like, you know, I, I keep mentioning because we know a lot of this stuff. We, when we bought LPs, we bought a lot of LPs and LP lots. Yeah, we did. Where you just, you know, okay, they're going to send you a box of freaking records. Yes. And then you, you, you open it up. It's like Christmas morning. You're yes. just digging through and all of a sudden like, oh, look, Peter Frampton live. Oh, look, Peter what? what? You know, you get yeah. like five boxes and you just pulled out four and you're like, yeah. well, okay, I guess we might be wanting to think about selling some of these. Well, yeah. To be on the show. Oh, 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 the one oh, you're, you're not at the tavern. <laughs> There's are not at the tavern. <laughs> Roll the dice. <laughs> you can see Sorceress Glinda once in a while on the Red Five Taverns on Friday nights. <laughs> I can see Elfie though. She's like coming this way and I'm like, We'll see if she gets close enough for me to get there. But yes. she's close by. Like, wait a minute. That's my turn. Yeah, right. <laughs> nope. Now she's like, no, I'm going out. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, I, I mean, I understand, you know, I mean, it's kind of, <laughs> I understand why a solo artist would do that, you know, because, you know, they're, they're going to have their, a few of their solo songs, but people know them by a certain, you know, oh, yeah. certain songs. And then they want to hear those songs, right. regardless if they're, you know, from a group that they were in or whatnot. You well, know? yeah, exactly. Oh, I was just looking at the playlist. This actually the album list. Yeah. Well, album I'm on Discog. That one's on Discogs where figured, it gives you the actual yeah. whole list of every song yeah. in order. Yeah, I think I, I was looking yeah. at what I found out. There we go. There she is. There oh, she is. there's Elfie. There you go. I know. Your sister didn't outdo you. It's all good. <laughs> <laughs> You know, sibling rivalry. <laughs> she, I knew eventually she would get close enough, but she's not one who likes to be held for too long. Yeah. I swear, once the office is done and there's something behind me, I'm sure she'll be like right there. Oh, I'm sure. <laughs> That'd be awesome. But no, I highly, I mean, if you have not listened to Humble Pie or whatnot, the best. <laughs> reach out to us, you know, on Discord or whatnot. We'll, maybe we'll even uh, throw it out there. One thing I was going to point out too, I I didn't to point this out you, earlier. You have the record. Oh, I've got the record. My yeah. bad. Yeah. I'm so used to going that way with everything. I know you are. All right. One thing ironic on the back of this is you got a one there, a two here, and no other numbers. Nope. How many records do you have? Just one record. Okay. But, you know, the thing is, is, right. I mean, literally, side one. Okay, I get it. No, I see how they did it. Side one, side two. Yeah. Because okay. a lot of times I'm, there's side one, side two, side three, right, side four. Right, right. Okay. I, see, this is what happens when you get used to CDs. I know. Where everything's in track listings. And you're like, you know, like when we were going through it tonight, you know, slice nine, slice, you know. Uh-huh. Well, yeah, but technically it's side one, two, three, four. Five on side one, and then four songs on side two. Yeah, and now it just dawned on me. Oh yeah, that side one, side two. Duh, Scott. <laughs> oh yeah, here we go. Poor Scott. 
please, please, please get your shit together. I would, but I'm friggin' tired. Well, I thought I thought I that's what back tonight. <laughs> I, I thought that's what that meant was side one, side two, but I wasn't gonna say anything because I Well you should have said something. I wasn't sure. <laughs> because I would have went, Oh yeah, that makes sense. So because you know, like at a record I got over there where I got two record set, it says, you know, side A, B, C, D. Yeah. Like uh, and yeah, no, but you can tell you get used to CDs, you get like, okay, here's track one through ten or one through nine. Yeah. But yes, you are right. I mean, one thing Nicole did bring up, you can also, I did notice on Discogs, you can get the cassette tape. Yes, you can. Because my dad's got the cassette tape. You can also get it C D. Oh wow. So I might have I might have to we may have to get them all. Sure. I mean, and if this there's an 8-track... This is one that's worth it. And if there's an 8-track version, I might just have to get that one to you just for the hell sure. of it. Just for the hell of it. Yep. You have no idea where that came from, do you? I do not remember. Let's put it that way. Good. It's off a movie. Very good. Okay, you'll have to tell me later what the movie is, because the movie's not clicking in my brain. It's not puzzle piecing together. Oh, that's too bad. Yeah, it stars Burt Reynolds. Oh, there's a lot that stars Burt Reynolds. With Dolly? Also stars Dom Dom DeLuise. Oh, Smokey and the Bandit. Wrong. Wrong. Also has Roger Moore in it. Also has... Catherine Bach in it. Also has who else is all in it? Jim. No, he's not in that one. Uh, Sammy Davis Jr. and Dean Martin. Frank Sammy. It is not Star Trek, Isaac. No, it's not. Also Star has Trek. Jimmy Farr in it as the Sheik. All right. Well, let's give it away. Cannonball. Cannonball Run. Okay. I get those two mixed up all the time. Oh, I should say Terry Bradshaw too. He's in there. Yeah, he is. All right. Anyways, so is so is one thing. I want to say this much. Thank you, Nicole, for bringing this to us. Well, we can yes. thank my dad, who obviously he loves well, the whole album. Well, yeah. Um, because if it wasn't for that memory as a child, I may not be have been knocking on your door as much as I have in your chats before I even yeah. joined. Thank you, Kenny. Because I was just like. You gotta do humble pie. No, right. you have to do humble pie. And then I was very specific to the album. I was because I just had to have the same one that I grew up on. Well, yeah, of course. You know, I mean, that's the whole point of doing artists and stuff. You know, or doing things by them is you grab. You know, you, you gravitate to. You know, if we're gonna do a specific album, you know, why not do a specific album that is gravity you know that yeah. is something we do you know i mean kim could one day say well i want to do snoopy's christmas and i'll be like oh good lord i'm off that one she's like um you now have nicole yeah good thing because <laughs> i'll just leave it at that yeah <laughs> well somebody wants attention <laughs> um well this one in particular it's sorceress glinda this is glinda that's in here now i'm waiting for for alfie to start getting in here but no i mean again if you if you haven't listened to i mean regard we will get a track listing out for everybody so you can put this one together in your playlist listen to this one exactly but i highly recommend 
also checking out the rest of their disco the rest of their discography. Yeah, thank yeah, you, Kim. Music. Because I think if you listen from their first album to their, you know, whatever the whatever their last album was, you're gonna take a hell of a journey with this band. Yes, you are. And I'm definitely gonna take that journey. Yes. Mm-hmm. Luckily, I already made my playlist for the sidebar, so we're good. That's good. My 1996 playlist is done. Good. And speaking of playlists, when I get opportunity to talk to Lunar Girl, figure out how to do stuff on Spotify, we will be doing some type of playlists here and there, kind of like they do, where it's one year, and we're going to focus on that one year. Okay. But that's later. I mean, it's not going to happen. Probably, no. may, probably won't happen this year. No. That's down the road. But I just Down wanna, the road always. In the future. But right now... Again, thank you, Kenny, for exposing your daughter to this music. I mean, seriously, that's what <laughs> parents do. We expose our children to our music. Yeah. You know, I mean, I my parents exposed me to, you know, the music they liked. I exposed my children to the music I like. Yeah. That's why anything my kids listen to now doesn't bother me because it's like, <clears throat> yeah, it's all same stuff pretty yeah. much just different a little bit different sound but it's yeah. the same stuff yep. you know and which then nicole was able to say hey you know she was very constantly humble pie humble pie yeah we'll, we'll we'll do one yeah you know, just and, to get in perfectly as we prepare for next week's yes episode yes exactly and the fact that this was episode 199 is perfect yeah it is like back nicole to said. how you originally started it it's yeah Oh, almost back. I mean, almost, almost right. I mean, the one thing I think when I originally started, you know, I would literally like listen to each song, really drag out, you know, talk about where what each instrument was doing right. back here. Mm-hmm. And I'm kind of happy I got got away from that. I mean, and when Kim joined, she would actually critique the lyrics how. She mm-hmm. felt that they were speaking to her, which was really you want her guys really want a funny one. Go listen to the Weird Al version, yeah, the first Weird Al album because Kim's literally breaking these lyrics down like My, they're, yeah, like they really have a hey meaning besides all the comedy. It's their purpose. That's right. But, no, I mean it's whole, it's funny because I mean she is when she joined, she was on top of oh I'm gonna this is you know this is what I'm hearing from these lyrics. Yeah, and I loved it. I mean because it really added to the show but now i love the what we're doing now because one you know going over each song oh yeah i mean here the history got the of be- it you know we got the best humble pie the best yeah nine songs and you can't go wrong you can't with this album. you cannot and the thing is is just talking about it you know not breaking it you know breaking it down like i used to but just, you know, bringing it, like Nicole bringing up, you know, special little spots in the yeah. lyrics. You know, me me talking about, well, heck, I heard I Don't Need No Doctor by Wasp. But then when I listen to this version, I hear Wasp version. Yeah. So which means, you know, again, I've not listened to Ray Charles version. I will go, I plan on listening to it. Yeah, I know. Just like I want to listen to, uh, see if I can, Tina, did do a, a recorded version of Black Coffee. Yeah. But other than that, you know, I mean, I already know the Stones version of, um, honky tonk, honky tonk woman, women, and you know, but I mean, 
again, this was fun. Was yeah. We was. enjoy doing music. I mean, we do. You guys realize that each week, you know, we'll say something, and either myself or Nicole will also pop in the lyrics. Yeah. You know, <laughs> pop in the song yeah, because happens. it does happen. And there might have to be a contest in one of these weeks. How <laughs> yeah, I, Nicole sing? Yeah, I kind of like uh, what Kenny said. I have the CD, but you can't beat vinyl. Vinyl is officially beat the CD. That's for sure. We knew that. Yeah. A couple yep. weeks ago. Exactly. And that, and then, and, and, and the same thing goes with today. You can't. I mean, you can have all this streaming stuff. You can have all this recompression that they've done on all this stuff, but go back and listen to the you know original analog tapes. You know the analog yeah. versions from vinyl or even on even on cassette. You're gonna get more of the sound. You're gonna get more rich sounds. Mm-hmm. And what you get we'll playing music in our head while you talk. Yeah. Well, and I mean, we even have some some older records, some like oldies records back, you know, back there too. And we've actually played some of them. And just to what are you considering oldies? Like the mono records that oh. the mono records that we've got from like the 60s. Yeah. I mean, you even put those on compared to the streaming. Oh, oldies. You know, compared to the streaming, I mean, I'd take that record over streaming anytime because the record, it just, it, like you said, it gives you a better sound. You can hear it. Even if it's just mono, you can still hear a lot in it. I know. I I love my mom's like, well, you just had to take all my mono records and destroy them. Like, excuse me? No. No. Well, the stereo versions are better. I'm like, I don't care. I don't care. Well, you know, mono is how records actually started I know. out. And then and it, it and evolved into stereo. And just to re- recap with me and Kim, we made a decision when we bought, started buying a lot of these, finding a lot of these older ones. If we found the stereo version, we were looking for the mono version. Yeah, we were. If we found the mono version, we are looking for the stereo, stereo version. We want both versions because you want to be able to listen to what both versions were at the time. Yeah, and how music actually ev- but, ev- evolved. Anyways, we're going off. We're going down a rabbit hole. Yes. Let's stop before we get there because next week is episode 200. Already. <laughs> Already. We should have been there a year ago. It's going to be a fun, fun night of celebrating you guys and the original oh. part of Houston Fused and the yeah, Friends Live Network and all that jazz. Exactly. But we, I mean, we also get to celebrate you too. I mean, I know, you know, I know, I know. But I, I mean, like I like been, when you started Origins and you worked your way. Yeah, I mean it was it was fun in the beginning. You know, I didn't care. I mean, I had her listening and going, "Oh, this is really great." And I'm just thinking, I'd listen to it, go, God "Damn, I suck. <laughs> <laughs> this is bad. I need better microphones. I need something." But I mean, we already had a decent mic, and then it was like, "Yeah." But yeah, no, this has been a blast. I mean. Mm-hmm. 199 episodes I would when I hit a year I never dreamt I'd hit a year I know of doing this and now here we are almost at 200 yeah it's yep, crazy next week. just around next the corner week. yeah so again anybody who wants to be on the show live with us next week reach out to either myself or Nicole we will set up some times with you again we start at 8pm eastern at mm-hmm. 7 central Five Pacific, six Mountain. Yeah, of course, Kim does them out of order. I don't care. Anyways, 
we will have a little beginning opening that we'll that the three of us will do, and then we'll start bringing people on for roughly about fifteen minutes. You know, talking and whatnot. If you get a chance, you want to go back, look for us on all your on any of the podcast catchers. I mean, you know, we got Apple, Apple Spotify, Spotify iHeart. Yeah, I think we are on iHeartRadio. Radio. Radio. We've all, we're all Audible, and, and we're I think all, we're on Amazon Music also. Yeah, we are. We are. Um, there's a bunch of them out there. You can find us. If you want to go back and listen to the very first episodes? Go for it. Very first episode does not even have a title. Just oh, says dope. episode one, but I'll give you a heads up. It was about Tennessee Ernie Ford. Yep. Which probably shocked everybody because everybody thought for sure my first episode episode was going to be about Molly Crew. And we'll learn more about that next week. <coughs> yeah. <What's> that? <laughs> we'll learn more about what actually more history about our the podcast. All right. But if you week. can't be live and you want to record an audio, Kim, what is, since I find it, leave us an audio message. You can call 928. 719-0749. Exactly. Or you can also e- e- it, you can also e- record it and then record something and email it to us. At used and abused pod at gmail.com. Right. So and if you if you want to do a video, hook up with me. We'll figure out how to get that across. Maybe we can do it through that, or maybe I can even send you a link real quick and because we, we can do links real quick with these. Stream guards where you can even pre-record something, you know, yep. where I can kick myself off to the side. You know what I mean? As you guys know, I can like, boom, look, see, we just make Nicole solo right here while I'm talking. Yeah. You know? So. Exactly. Can easily do that for you. you bring you on if you want to say something or whatnot. Yeah. Even if you can't be live on the show that night. Exactly. But until next week, we had a blast tonight. We did. Oh, yeah. I had fun. I was excited. Definitely. I've been excited this whole past week. I was ready for Tuesday night fun. Exactly. And everyone in the chat, we thank you each and every week for showing up and keeping the chat live because it makes it fun. Yes, a lot of times I don't look over here one, especially when I'm really tired. I can't even see the damn chat. So I will grab Ken's phone every so often and go, okay, yep, uh, yep, okay. Which one I love to do here, you know? You know, and you know, I mean, good night, Isaac. Thank you, know, you for joining Kenny, us. I love that Sheila loves all kinds of music and it, it makes great memories, exactly. And that's what I love about my daughter. My daughter is the same that's, way. That's, she loves that. That's that's a lyric like sweet memories. And then, right there, Isaac, have a good night, brother. And until next week, we are using the views. I'm Kim. <laughs> We did this out of order. She almost said, uh, she's Scott. I would have died laughing. Oh, my gosh. I would have fell over well, if you would have done it. He wasn't getting the pie in the face. He sure is now. Holy crap. <laughs> anyway, I'm Kim. I'm Nicole. And I'm Scott. <laughs> have a great week. And a good weekend. Be kind to everyone. And tune in next week for the 200th episode. Of our show. Our what? Our show. Show. Or? Our show. show. (laughs) All right. All right, y'all. Peace.
This podcast is a member of the Red 5 Network. For more Red 5 Network podcasts and content creators, visit bio.link slash red5.